Hello and welcome to episode 114 <laughs> of the Daybotcast. This is a weekly podcast where the three of us finally, again, uh, come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the industry. Uh, this week, we got a shitload of album reviews, so <laughs> look forward to that. Um, and yeah, I guess before I go into the rest of my spiel, I'll uh, explain why I haven't been on the past few weeks. Yeah, who, I'm who now in Korea. <laughs> I'm Jacob, your normal host, usually. Um, hashtag anyways, no blown out. Hashtag no blown out. Um, now I'm currently in Korea. This is my dorm room in Seoul. Um, that's why my setup is so like freshman year of college again <laughs> <laughs> underneath the bunk bed um and uh yeah basically i've been trying to figure out like how i'm supposed to record first the internet was being really horrible in my room then i tried to find another place and then i couldn't find anywhere because i thought there were study rooms on campus but those aren't private blah 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 here we are so now i'm in my dorm room with the door shut <laughs> and i've got discord up on my tablet music on my phone and i'm recording on my laptop it's the most jank setup ever but we're here we're here we're doing it so without further ado as always i'm joined by nate i like your pheromone thanks vav (laughs) that was a line in vav's single um Shout out to XZ for being the first person to notice that I changed my background for the first time since we started this podcast. Yeah. Um, so now it's my, Tif- my Tiffany uh, concert poster as well as the uh, fan banner and my mm-hmm. entry wristband. Um, That's something I would frame and put like in the center of my house. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I mean, when I get my house, I'm gonna one of the bedrooms is basically gonna be a studio, probably. So yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. background will be a shrine. I'll actually hang it <laughs> instead of having it leaning shrine. against the wall. Um, yeah. All right. Also, as always, I'm joined by Andrew, who usually has three things. Number one, I finally got around to watching Captain Marvel. Which was pretty good. Uh, there was a twist I, like I didn't expect. Uh, I was talking about it with Jacob, but we'll we'll see we'll see where that leads. Uh, that's not why. That's not the primary thing I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about mostly how I completely forgot that Brie Larson had a music career before becoming an actress. Wait, really? Yeah, she. Um, I didn't know she, that. She was like a singer in like the mid. 2000s and i specifically remember her music because she opened for jesse mccartney aka of okay. formerly of okay. the boy band <laughs> dream street because when he did his solo like career tour thing brie larson was the opening act and my sister was That's obsessed funny. with jesse mccartney so she managed to end up listening to brie larson's music and i'm just like it's all coming back to me now i i i, I specific i don't know if i like specifically put all of this like out of my knowledge or uh in a deep locked it away deep in part of my brain but i just completely remembered it and it just blew me away <laughs> it's crazy of course to she think does it. music she did music in scott pilgrim yeah oh freaking the best song in scott pilgrim black sheep or whatever what it was called yeah damn scott pilgrim is such a good movie too like uh, yes, i know that's is. i know it's a joke it's like ah oh, scott pilgrim's a tin gem or something like that but no seriously it, it did not get enough love when it came it first came out so uh Number two, uh, in Discord, we've been running our 
Well, we've been simultaneously running our K-pop March Madness brackets, so rating like best idols sort of thing. And this week, we just started the NCAA March Madness bracket group thing, uh, where we pick our favorite college teams and see how many we get correct. And just spoiler alert, I'm not getting that many correct. Uh, currently, we have Jade in the lead. Oh, this is this is recorded on Saturday morning, so this is before round two. Uh, after one round, we have Jade and Baron and Egg as our top three. Uh, we'll see who ends up getting it correct uh, towards the end. I mean, I'm my final four is still intact. That's all I care about, honestly. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Whoever wins gets a one month of Discord Nitro, so it should be fun. Up, Jacob. Hey. Except for Seven. yeah, except for Jacob and I. <laughs> I already have. I By the way, the uh, Irene and Kai won the visual bracket. Hey, I voted for Tayon. <laughs> I voted for Tayon and Tayman. Yeah, Gen <laughs> me two. too. Actually, yeah. Gen two hashtag, <laughs> hashtag SM. Bias. Gen two should have beat the yeah, a hundred percent. The Discord's <laughs> SM biased. <laughs> Top four uh, was okay. all SM. Gen two versus Gen three. And number three, there was some like madness on Discord the other day where literally they were playing Russian roulette with a why did they auto give a bot? <laughs> why did the, they give a bot the ability I to kick people? I don't know. They were like, okay, Cooper, let's what's try, wrong with you? Let's use auto kick to just mess around and purge the purge and they the chat. PD form of therapy. What the hell? Everyone was like, no. And then everyone's cha- name got changed to O for some reason. I'm just like, what the hell is yeah, going looked- on? I looked today and Cooper's name was Michael. <laughs> like, well, no. Stop changing your names. Or was that yesterday? I don't know. I don't, I was know. Like, Hi, I don't know. Anyway, this is just a big advertisement <laughs> for our Discord. It's Mucho Lit. That's the easiest way you can contact us. It's where you can keep up with all the news and everything. And we'll give our usually give yep. our first thoughts on our Discord. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, just a minor uh, sort of programming note. Produce Cast is coming back next week. We or the, the week uh, that this releases potentially, we're gonna start covering uh, Produce X One Hundred One, and we have Jacob as our on-site reporter. <laughs> it doesn't start till May, so I don't know how much. That's the thing; you can only cover it for like two months, and then. We- what if What if we had a um like a thing on Discord where Discord chooses like who I vote for? <laughs> yeah, no, like, that, that's actually that's actually like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we'll get Discord to vote for to vote yeah, on your Because I have a I have a Korean phone number, so I can yeah. do it. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna rig the system entirely. Yep, through my one vote. <laughs> yep, yeah. and that's all I had to say today for my three things. Yes. All right. So I guess without further ado. I mentioned before I'm Jacob hashtag no blono and also sorry in advance if my audio sounds like crap. We're running on uh, <laughs> old old equipment, so it's yeah, okay. he's got a snowball. Back to the snowball days. Yes. All right. So, anyways, let's get into our first review, and I believe Andrew is going to lead that topic. You don't cover the don't Just cover block the, the camera with your phone. Yeah, I'll just be like this. <laughs> okay, so for first review is Bek Yerin, or according to YouTube, Yerin Bek. No, I don't know why. Wrong. That sounds so weird. On iTunes, it's just like that too. Yeah, well, I think she goes she goes professionally by Yerin Bek, but I just know her as Bek Yerin. Uh, Bek Yerin. Did she, her, did she study in America or anything like that? I have that? no idea. She knows, she knows English and everything, so she must... Yeah. 
Same thing with, I mean, Jamie went to school in like. Yeah, she went to international school, I think, in like yeah. Thailand or something like that. Yeah, so that, that explains it. Anyway, we're going to be covering Beck Yedin's, uh most recent mini album, her first comeback in God knows how long. It's entitled spent, Our okay. Love is Great. Spent two years living in New York, where her family uh, now lives. Okay, oh, okay. So family. She's, she's a local. So yeah, for well, the she, but she was born in Korea. For those of you that don't know who Beck Yedin is, she is a member of Fifteen and I don't know if Fifteen and still exists. A group that doesn't exist. <laughs> she wait, did they disband? I mean, oh. they're just doing their own. Who knows? Things, Neither of them have put out music yeah. other than like uh, like solos. You know, Jimin put out like one song in the last like yeah, four Jimin, years. Yeah, Jimin. Oh no, she had she had Jimin a, had a mini album last year. Yeah, yeah Jimin, Jimin. I know that's what I'm saying, but before that, she hadn't put out music like years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Honestly. They're both so they're both so good. I wish they'd have a fifteen and come back, but come back. maybe they're right. just both not really There's interested no in Yeah, doing that kind a of duo. So Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, her music is vastly different. So Beck Yedin, yeah. member of fifteen and she's a member of a rock band that she started last year called the Volunteers. She's been doing a lot of SoundCloud music and a lot of like stuff on her own for the oh, past couple of years. I didn't know she had years. a rock band. Yeah, she Let's was check that out. Yeah, she's a lead singer and guitar uh like guitarist for a band called the volunteers um so yeah she's just been doing her own thing for the past couple of years and this is her first release under jyp in like two years or two or three years possibly it's been a while so getting into the review we're starting off with mary and the witch's flower now if you're looking on spotify or apple music or whatever they spelled it wrong it's spelled m-e-r-r-y but i i double checked the uh the title and it's i was correct she had like in parentheses it has the japanese it's supposed to be mary and the witch's flower m-a-r-y because it's based off of it's named after this anime which i'm we're totally not sponsored by but uh i i love the the anime uh movie mary and the witch's flower it's by uh studio panak which is a it's like an offshoot of studio ghibli or it's made Mm -hmm. by uh former studio ghibli animators and this was their first big major release so um okay I don't want to go too into the weeds about the the plot, but it's basically like it's basically like anime Harry Potter. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's so basically kind of like similar to uh, like um, what you call it. Uh, God, well I forget the anime the the one that's by Trigger. Uh. Uh, Little Witch Academia. Yeah, it's basically like Little Witch Academia, but like Studio Ghibli-fied, or Studio Ponic-fied. Okay. Anyway. The the title on iTunes is correct, by the way. Okay, yeah, it's it's just... (laughs) Mary and the Witch's Flower. It's just people on Spotify Spotify that can't spell. Spotify is... There's a bunch of stuff screwed up, because one of Hayes' songs has a typo in it, and like... Yep. Oh, it's spelled spelled wrong? M-E-R-R-Y is wrong? Yeah, M A R Y. Yeah, it's M A R Y. It's M A R Y. The person, like the name oh, Mary. Oh yeah, no, Mary, it's wrong on iTunes too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, <laughs> whoever whoever was entering the metadata, whoever just, romanized it. Yeah, yeah whoever yeah. romanized it. Yeah. Anyway, into the actual song. Um, this might be one of like the actual like intro instrumental intro might actually be one of my favorite like intros to an album I've ever heard. Uh, at least the K-pop. Mm. Um, just like the the wind chimes and like the whole mm-hmm. like piano thing it basically kind of reminds me of the uh 
the musical direction that they went with in the game uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's basically just yeah. a lot of like atmospheric, like almost like background music type things where it barely, it's trying to stay out of the way too much. And then once it gets kicks into the actual song, it's like this like really nice R&B beat. And this is when I remembered how much I love Becky and his voice. Just her voice is arguably some of the best in Um, K-pop. And I I think it's totally fitting. Uh, This song completely fits the the theme of like Mary and the Witch's Flower. Like you can make an, straight up make an AMV to this, (laughs) using this song. And it's cool. It's like a random like sort of inspiration to pull from. But I really enjoyed this song a lot just because of how well I thought it fit with the theme and how good just Becky had in her voice is. And I'm just going to be saying that a lot for this whole album. So, yeah. Yeah. Am I next? I always forget the order. Yeah, so. yeah you're next. No. <laughs> it's, it's you okay, after Andrew. Um, you're always after Andrew. So, uh, yeah. All right. So it's basically the order on which it's on my screen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it starts out with very, like, ambient pianos and bells and chimes and stuff, which I really like. It gave it, like, kind of like a mystical or magical feeling, hmm. which definitely fits if it's supposed to be something like Little Witch Academia or, like, that movie, which I haven't seen, but um, based on your description, definitely seems fitting. Um, and like, as soon as Yuren's voice starts in the song, like I knew I'd really like this. Like I was super into it. Um, she has like a very like nice, like thick sound to her voice, like thick, like a mm. milkshake, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> That's usually used in other contexts, but sure. <laughs> is that, is T-H-I-C-C, that, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay whatever um anyways um i'm not sure if it's like due to the equipment or the environment they use to achieve the sound or if it's just her voice but i i really really like how it sounds Mm. um production wise um i really like the the drum set that was used in the song i thought that was sounded really clean and uh yeah again like the, the use of ambient noise throughout the whole song i think really like sets it apart so yeah i i really really enjoyed this yeah um i loved the intro i like how it made you feel like the song was just going to be an intro to the album um Mm -hmm. when really it's an intro to like the actual song which we don't really get very often um yeah yeah exactly that's like that's like our our holy grail basically where it's like oh this should have been a full song (laughs) yeah um I thought the piano line during it was awesome, and like you said, Andrew, like the wind chimes, um, they get, kind of gives it like a like a small town, like countryside Europe town mm-hmm. feeling. That I mean, makes that sense. Is, that is literally um, Mary and the Witch's Flower. It's like yeah. you know, you know, you know, Studio Ghibli. They're very or in like again Studio Panic. They're inspired by a lot of just like fa- fantasy European yeah, fantasy, like, just like old yeah fairy tales stuff, and like, stuff. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was cool that it kind of ended with like the weird sci-fi synth, um, to like lead into the actual song. Um, I'm glad they continued that wind chime throughout the song too. Oh yeah. Um, It it definitely added a lot. Um, after the first verse, uh, what stood out was like the harmony, uh, humming part that she does. Um, but yeah, overall she just, and like you guys said for the whole album, um, she just showed off like why she's such a, like widely renowned vocalist um mm. her vocals are just so good and i like how many instrumental changes there are throughout the song um mm. while keeping that like acoustic laid back vibe yep 
our next track is the single entitled Maybe It's Not Our Fault. Um, so I mentioned before, uh, Bikirin kind of took like a sabbatical, quote unquote, from uh, JYP or putting out music under JYP. And I feel like that influence the kind of music that she drew inspiration from or the direction that she decided to take this album towards because going with like this I don't know like lo-fi like type yep. song as the single it's not something you would expect from a JYP artist and yeah it, it's so unique just her, her circumstances that like the way that she just sort of put out music like this um I still can't believe she's still under JYP too yeah I, and no like, this is the, so unlike them and no the thing is like she pretty much this album secured her position at JYP because she got an all kill she got a real-time oh, all kill with, yeah awesome uh, yeah, she got a real time alco with this, so there she's definitely gonna promote this, and she's definitely gonna get this secured like her future there essentially. So, um, Good. this song was probably the perfect one to go with as the single. Like it, uh, I see the line, or I see like the progression that she's made as an artist over the past year or two, where like. She put out a song, it's later on here, but she put out a song in like 2017 that sort of started experimenting with these vibes. Then in 2018, she put out a cover of uh, La 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 Love Song, which is mm. straight up was like the whole city pop uh, type thing. So incorporating all of that into this original song, again, I could see the progression that she's made as an artist and how um, she's always involved in the production um, and the writing of her own songs. And you could definitely see that growth that she's made. Uh, yeah, and I have to. I definitely have to mention the music video. It's pretty dope. It's like she doesn't show up in it or anything. It's just basically like someone's hands. I'm guessing it maybe Bikidin's uh, doing like a scrapbook sort of thing. Like it's basically like a giant like Muji advertisement. <laughs> There's like it's like scrapbooking and like washi tape and like Muji pens and. Um, there's some parts that are like animated with like like almost like pencil drawing sort of things. So it's a really cool. I I love I love the whole like vibe and aesthetic of it. So it's incredibly fitting with the song. So it just everything about this was perfect. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> oh, okay. Um so for maybe it's not our fault. Um uh, like the first thing I said about it was I know Andrew's going to love this song. <laughs> that was like the first sentence of my book. Um, yeah, it's like, it has a very, like, uh, again, like lo-fi, like hip hop or like, uh, city pop sort of vibe to it, which I really hope she sticks with because I think it really fits her and not many people are doing it in K-pop. Like we got, yeah. we got Yubin, we got Big and we got Yoon Junction. Like that's about it, but they're not coming out with a ton of music all the time. Yeah. So, um, I think it's a niche that people want and like. And I think it's one that she could definitely fill really well, especially mm -hmm. with her, her voice. Mm -hmm. um, like as in the last track, like her her vocals sound so clean. I I really really like what they did. Um, I'm curious if they used a different studio than they normally would at JYP, or if they did somewhere else, because maybe. She was probably doing this like on her own, and just it just so uh, ended up being yeah. That, it seems entirely well, like like with with the style of music that she's putting out, it seems like she must have just been working on this project on her own, and then it just ended up okay. We can you can release it under yeah. JYP. 
I'm wondering if she maybe she did it at her house. Like who knows? Like yeah, because I feel like maybe what's making it sound sound so like nice and thick is maybe there's a bit of like ambient noise in the recording, yeah. um, which is not a bad thing. Like a lot of like some of the best like rock records and stuff have like a lot of ambient noise in the background, and that really like makes the sound. Like uh, I was watching a documentary recently, um, Foo Fighters Sonic Highways. Yeah. They go to all these different studios around the country and it really made me appreciate yeah, like the difference there. between like the different studios, like how it affects mm. the record. So I've been like thinking about that a lot recently. And uh, yeah, I, it's made me a lot more like curious, I guess, when I listen to this kind of stuff. Um, mm. Yeah, the, the instrumental in this song, like paired with the vocals, I think it works really well and it sets up a really, really like dope vibe. I, I really, mm. really... Um, enjoy the whole the vibe of the whole album honestly like i yeah. think it's really cohesive and really great so. yeah that's mm-hmm. that's one thing to give about uh to give props for it it feels like a proper album again not just like a smattering of yeah. singles which is usually what we get in k-pop so nate yep. your thoughts yeah um yeah i i thought like it was an awesome like beat and instrumental intro uh like you said jacob it gave me like a classic hip-hop feel almost yeah um the beat uh, and then, yeah, the instrumental build up, like to drop into her singing, um, was great because like once it dropped, it was back into the more like laid back side. Um, and her voice is just so smooth and so easy to listen to, um, throughout the song. I really liked the guitar part mixed with the like chimes again. It kind of matched the same feeling of that last song where mm. we get that like wind chimey synth uh, going on mixed mm. with the guitar. Um, and I love that it ended with a short guitar solo and a purely instrumental outro. Mm. Um, like you said, the music video was really cool. I, I mean, it was overly overall is a pretty standard, like artsy indie music video. Mm. Um, but I do like the like moving drawing aesthetic, um, that always is like a interesting style that looks good. Hmm. Uh, moving on, we have uh, "Dear My Dear My Blue," which probably is my favorite track on yeah. the entire album. I mean, it's kind of ironic because this is literally it's there. There's like no instrumentation outside of like the piano, essentially, in this entire song. But uh, as someone who's loved like uh, female solo artists that kind of do piano uh, based songs like this, kind of like a Regina Spector or a Clara C type person um uh just that's all you need basically like the the rawness in her voice mixed with the sort of almost like casualness of the piano playing where she's just letting the chords um fade out um depending on whatever she's playing so it's effective enough to sort of get the message or the point of the song across and yeah and another thing to note is, yeah, a lot of the songs that she does on here are like straight up like entirely in English, and she's definitely been messing around with um, yeah. songs in English. Like she, um, I believe, yeah, she she's put out like English covers, or she's put out yeah songs that are exclusively in English. Obviously, growing up in America, she she's gonna sort of do that from time to time. Her entire songwriting process might even be in English. Who knows? So, yeah, I'm glad that we're getting yeah. a mix of. It's not just like all Korean stuff, not just all just English stuff. It's a pretty decent mix on that front. Yeah, um, like my first impression was like the piano playing in this is so delicate and 
beautiful. Like I love, um, like not everything has to be super like loud and big. Busy. Um, you know, I, yeah, like I do, I do like love when that kind of stuff happens and it works well, but like, um, you know, there's also beauty and simplicity a lot of times as well. So like, um, you know, again, like the delicate piano playing, it's very understated and it kind of, um, I guess it, it puts more emphasis on her vocal performance, which yeah. is, I think, uh, what I like the best. Um, like, honestly, I think she's one of the best vocalists, um, yeah. like in K-pop right now, uh, like based on this album, at least like her performance was fantastic. Um, like the song gives off kind of almost like, uh, I don't want to say show tune, but like, it's like something maybe it would be on a movie OST. Yeah. I could see, like, I can I feel almost that. see like a physical scene being set up while she sings this. Um, and yeah, like also one part in particular, the song that I really enjoyed was uh, this the long wait of silence. I thought that was really, really effective. And then it picks up and leads perfectly like transition wise into the next song, mm. which I thought yeah, was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Some people uh, were like on Discord. I think it was Claudia was like, is there something wrong with the track? Like it just cuts off <laughs> immediately. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's, a, yeah, it's that was on. It was an artistic choice to like have it like. Yeah. For the, for the album. And, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. For me, I pretty much agree with you, Jacob. Like, I to me, this this felt like a musical like ballad, um, because yeah. with just the piano and her singing it, it's very sparse and it has that mm. feeling of like being on a stage. Um. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of um my favorite IU song is Last Fantasy, which is another mm. song like this. It's like almost like a a Disney ballad, like yeah, basically. movie ballad type thing because it's just. It's very musical uh, sounding. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was a really good idea to have a song like this on the album. And it's, she sounds amazing. This is definitely my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Mm. And so far on this, like between the three, three tracks, we've definitely gotten like different vibes or different sort of like genres yeah. that she's tackled. And the next Lead- one's definitely different. Leading style. perfectly into uh, the next song entitled <laughs> I wasn't Our, Lo- this. Our Love is Great. So it's got, it's got this like vocalization, like a do, 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 do. Like you think it's, oh, it's going to go into R and B. Then out of nowhere, you just hear this like reggae guitar Ooh, reggae. drop in. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah completely out of left field for me um it's like basically a mix of like reggae with like modern indie music and like pulling influences from like 80s soft rock type of stuff like it's this weird like smorgasbord of influences um i need to find out if i can buy this physically because honestly this is such a please get me a copy probably Oh, I I need a copy. I need a this 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 deserves like a physical like spot in my collection. So yeah, the, the instrumental again, I, incredible. Basically, it's it's so unique how uh, they um, do the instrumentation here because obviously in reggae you're doing stuff that's a lot of like off time. So like yeah. so you got that going, and then at the same time you've got uh, the string section that's on beat. It's like the da, da, da. So you've got those sort of going back and forth, uh, off beat and on beat sort of thing. Um, the, in, the Like, it's so... She definitely wears her influences on her sleeve, as I mentioned before, pulling from, like, city pop and, like, SoundCloud-type music. Um, her vocals in this 100% 
hundred percent she's pulling from stuff like Hyako or like other like indie rock type stuff. Like you can, I yeah, feel, yeah. I, I feel the same sort of like delivery and cadence in uh, the way she's singing on this track, and so the way that she's able to tailor her voice for specific genres like this because the way that she's singing on like maybe it's not our fault isn't the same as how she's singing on dear my blue isn't the same as how she's singing on our love is great so the verses she definitely shows off the versatility not only in the, the genres that she's tackling on this album but also the way that she's uh having a delivering her vocal performance on this album so I think that's just amazing, and it shows the, the attention to detail that she has over how she's trying to sort of like concoct or like build together this album. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like literally, my reaction to the reggae part was like the same as yours. Like, I was listening to, oh, it's gonna be an R and B, bam, reggae. Like, like I, I was really uh, unexpected, but. Yeah, I, re- I really appreciate like that kind of thing, like where it like kind of sets you up for something and it kind of takes the right turn, uh, like just immediately. Um, yeah, like I, like I don't have any specific specific comments for this song, but like I seriously like can't get over like how good her singing is on this album. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like that's it's really really what like is the icing on the cake, I guess, for this whole thing is like her her vocals are so so good. And uh, again, like I, the recording just it sounds really, really great. So, um, wait, do you know who produced, or did she do it all herself? Uh, I'll look up who she Think worked with. But I, I know she. Produced. I know she. She did most because, of the. She's always involved in the the songwriting and production process. So I'll, I'll look it yeah, up. You can continue. Either way, like everything just sounds so great and uh, fresh. Like, um. Like, if K-pop weren't a genre on iTunes, like, I'd probably put this under alternative, not, um, you know, pop or R&B, to be honest. Yeah, this is Because, isn't, this like, isn't she K-pop. takes so many different... She takes so much... Well, I mean, K-pop's not really a genre, but I, that can be another topic on its own. But, um, like, mm-hmm. it's... It's, like, taking from so many different genres and influences and putting them all together. And, like, that's... That is my favorite thing in music. That's why... Um, like outside of K-pop, like my biggest uh, like genre, so to speak, is alternative. Like mm, yeah. I just love the experimentation. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, I'm really, really happy with this album so far, and this song is no exception. Yeah, it was her and someone named Cloud. Cloud. Gulum. Cloud Strife. Um, <laughs> they produced pretty much the whole album, and then Carla Garden obviously helped with the song that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, like you, just to mirror what you guys said, yeah, the, I thought there was like an awesome acapella opening and it leads into like a really unexpected reggae beat. Um, and yeah, another song where the instrumental and beat give me like a more classic hip hop vibe, like yeah. uh, with her like chill vocals on top. Um, this song is definitely much more like R&B than the others. Um like just more but with that reggae beat uh and i really love the vocal layering in the pre-chorus um that stood out to me a lot she she definitely makes a good use of vocal layering in some yeah, of the songs and i love definitely. it i love vocal layering so yep uh next we've got i don't know featuring car the garden uh this was originally a song she put out on her soundcloud from 2017 <laughs> she actually i think she put it down because mm. i'm guessing 
it's she wanted to put it on the album or once it's under JYP she just didn't want to have it yeah, somewhere she, else. Yeah, can't. Yeah. See so yeah, perfect choice. Perfect choice to have Car the Garden on here. Just he he's got the same sort of vibe going for his music. It's just like this nineties R and B sort of thing. Again, you definitely feel the influences or where she's sort of pulling your inspiration from. It's kinda kinda got like the same like vibe that Dean had on his first album, uh, basically, it's it's kind of basically like her own version of Dean's like Half Moon, just sort of like this chill R and B type thing. It's definitely, and this is where she like has like more of a relaxed delivery, as well. Also, just again goes to show how much I love her songwriting, where. The chorus could have just been da 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 like over and over again, but there at the end it's like da 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 da. It's, it's got that like sort of dip in the minor and like the like the sort of like trail or like the nice like sort of accent at the end of it. Like the yeah, the way she writes her her choruses or like the the yeah, the way they they set it up, it's just way more interesting than uh, just like some random R and B song could be. So yeah, mm-hmm. um. So like uh, I'd say like the biggest standout for me in this song is the uh, the bassline. I think the bassline mm-hmm. that's used throughout the song is amazing. Um, like it's super nice and really really deep. Um, uh, Beckyron's voice, I think it melds really well with Car the Garden, and I think that was a really smart feature. It was one yeah. I was surprised to see too, actually. But like in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense because I think their music um, kind of works well together. Yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, like I thought, like they're both two like really great sounding singers, and um, I was really happy to see the feature on the album. So, yeah, another mm-hmm. really great song. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Like it, this type of song fits Carly Garden perfectly, so obviously it makes sense that he helped produce it. Um, there, uh, there's a really awesome piano part during the second verse. It gives like a really dreamy, like mysterious, like type of vibe. Um, and I like the use of brass in the background, but it's super Mm -hmm. muted so that it doesn't overpower her voice. Um, and also the instrumentals during, uh, Carly Garden's part, like I love strings that sound like that. Um, so that part definitely stood out to me, but yeah, overall it's just a really awesome, like dreamy sounding R and B duet. Yep. Mm. Next we've got see you again. The cover of the Wiz Khalifa cover song. Cover of the Wiz Khalifa song. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Charlie Puth. <laughs> Just kidding. Should have been a Kayon cover of Mama. I'm still mad. Uh, okay, so this song is back to like the indie rock vibe, and at this point, I just I'd love to hear an entire. I know she's got like the whole thing going with the Volunteers. They're definitely more of like a different style of indie, or just like almost more like even like surf rock to some degree or almost punk but i'd love this i'd love to see an entire album of hers just like this with this type of music like just like the straight up like indie type thing or i'd love to see like a freaking becky in kyoko collaboration like i'm sure that's that could be that could be arranged dude that 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 destroy that, freaking becky vocals with chuckle's vocals just like that that, that, that destroy the that's universe why, that's <laughs> why i need to uh i need to find her her band on itunes I, I, I can't. There. I can't find it. It's only on SoundCloud, I think, and like YouTube clips. It's. It. it I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe they have something like on 
in Korea, but I, I don't know. I really yeah, I, I can't it find could that be, anymore. It could be because it's completely like indie. They don't have a label. Or yeah, they, they don't have a label. It's just Becky so. and like uh like people from another band. I'm pretty sure. I would yeah. be surprised if they're the if her ba- like the bandmates from the volunteers are actually the ones doing like the instrumentals to this. She's just and oh, they just that'd be yeah probably yeah it, it'd make the most sense. Um, but. Yeah, so I love the indie rock vibe it's got going specifically. There's this, like, like in the chorus, there's this, like, like this really nice staccato, like, picking, like, sort of sequence going into it. So uh, as opposed to a lot of the, like, legato, like, really just, like, um, every letting everything fade out and, like, chord-type things that they've been using so far. So, yeah, it's a really, like, I, I, I really just want to see an entire album of Beckett in doing this, in all honesty. So like, uh, so this is probably my favorite song in the album. I think, um, mm. like the really funky like bassline lends to like a really catchy instrumental that you could actually like dance to, mm. despite the song overall being like pretty chill. Which I like that sort of like dichotomy. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I really like the way uh, that Erin like sings along with the instrumental. I think it, like the way she's kind of like riding along it, like it, it just fits like a glove. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she really outdid herself on this song, and moreover on the album overall. Like, yeah, this is definitely my favorite. And like you said, like the maybe it's because of like the indie rock vibe, and that's definitely like one of my main genres of uh, music listening. So, yeah, I, I really really love this. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I love the bassline uh, and the tone she uses in the song, mixed with like the acoustic rock, give me a really really um give me a ton of like yuna vibes um like her older music is 100 percent like this i'm very rock focused um and yeah just her tone in the song is very similar to yuna's tone uh so yeah i i love this song a lot and i love the focus the instruments get um with giving the guitar a solo after the first chorus and stuff like that Mm. it definitely i like you said i wouldn't be surprised if this had um her rock band was like the one actually doing this song. Yeah, because it feels like yeah. a song that a band would put out, not that a exactly. song, not a song that an, uh, a solo artist would put out. So yeah, it, it definitely it it make the most sense. And closing out the album, we've got I don't know the uh, 2019 version. So this is a a remixed instrumental of the previous song, and I, I love how it just basically completely changed the genre of it entirely. We go from like this chill, like lo-fi R&B boom bat beat type thing with uh, yeah. I don't know um, the one version with Car the Garden, and then this one it's more of like a essentially like an electric guitar focused ballad track, and it works just as well because again. Yeah. Like we've shown again on uh, Dear My Blue, like really all you need is just Yedin's voice to help carry the song. Uh, in all, there's enough musicality in her voice to just carry it on her own. That Something like this would work entirely. And again, I like the contrast between the two styles of songs, just how different they sound. So I, I, I enjoy both versions pretty much equally. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the uh, like slow, like chill guitar playing in the song. I think it's it makes it very simplistic. But I think it works really well on this track. Like mm-hmm. it puts again, like uh, like I said with the piano on a p- previous song, like it puts emphasis on her vocal performance, and I mm-hmm. think it really gives a more like raw feeling to it. Um, like again, like recently I've been going back and listening to a lot of like punk rock and alternative rock, and like that was something that's very 
common and that kind of thing, especially yeah. in like the the like from like the like late eighties, early nineties, like that yeah. kind of scene. Um, yeah. It's very like I got low fidelity, but like it's it's raw and uh, yeah. kind of get what you get. You know, yeah, like I really like that it, sort of thing. It doesn't sound like overproduced, and even like the vocals themselves are like have exactly. a real quality to it. So it gives it mm-hmm. uh, more like tactility to it. Like I feel like I can feel the song more, and yeah. I think honestly, I feel like um, I like the more raw feeling stuff because the imperfections kind of give it yeah character. I guess it feels more uh, alive if that mm. makes sense yeah so. it's not some yeah. overproduced like by the numbers type stuff at all yeah exactly yeah. yeah i agree with pretty much everything you guys said uh the only other note i had was i really like the use of silence like halfway through to because it mm. it mimics a drop without any actual like build-up or a drop mm. at all like if that makes sense um it's not like what you think of with an edm drop with a huge build-up and then the actual drop it's just it kind of mix that same type of feeling in a completely different type of song. Yep. All right. On to the scores. So for those of you joining yes. us for the first time, our scoring system is as follows. We're rating it out of 10 with a maximum of seven points for the music and a maximum of three for the concept. So for uh, Beckett Our Love is Great, I'm going to go with, I split up my music points into 3.5 for single, 3.5 for album. Um, I'm giving full marks for music entirely, so everything, all, the, in, the entire musical aspect of this album was just perfect. Uh, it's probably, on, just on the music front, it's probably the leading candidate for my favorite album of the year so far, and I don't know if anything is going to beat it. Just because, like, I don't even know, like, anything more traditionally, like, K-pop can beat something like this, just because I feel, like, you don't get this level of artistry in just traditional pop music the, uh, all too often, so it's it sets mm-hmm. a high bar, definitely, musically. Uh, Concept-wise, I'm only going to give it 2.5 out of 3. Again, like, the music video, as much as I loved it, it didn't go too crazy, but I still loved the sort of uh, uh, visual... Uh, aesthetic that they were going for with the album so this is my highest score so far of the year a 9.5 out of 10 so i actually give it the same score as andrew um i did a 7 out of 7 for music because like every single song was so good yeah like like musically i think this album like if we're going only on music i would give this a 10 out of 10 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like, again for for concept we take the music video and things like that into account so like, though I might like the music on this a lot more than other that or a lot more than one that I did give a ten. I think, mm-hmm. um, concept wise, it didn't like super blow me away, and it's more like music focused. So I didn't want to take off a ton of points on this. So I uh, gave it a two point five out of three. So overall, nine point five out of ten. Jacob, for the second time, it has happened. What? This is a throbbingly <laughs> Daybok album. <laughs> Because we I gave also it gave it a 9.5, 7 for music, a 2.5 oh God, for, for concept. <laughs> um, so yeah, pretty much the exact same as you guys. Um, I have perfect marks for music. Um, overall, I, I, the, I, I wish the music video would have been a little bit more um, yeah. creative. I, I, I think I liked it a lot and it was creative, but I it was still very very what well, it's what you'd expect from like a indie yeah. r&b type of artist music video um so that's why yeah. i dropped half a point on the concept for me 
for me, like, it just didn't make me go like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Like visually, Um, uh, I didn't like visually stimulate me that much. So I think that's what. I mean, I love Muji. So it's essentially, like I said, it's a big Muji advertisement. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Cooper's thoughts on the album were, uh, I'd never listened to any Beck, uh, year in Beck, he said, uh, Ew. before this, but I was captivated. The whole, well, he's never listened to her, so he doesn't know. Um, I've never listened to any year in Beck before this, but I was captivated, captivated the whole time with this album. Her voice is so delicate yet strong, smooth, but powerful at once. Every song is so beautiful and produced amazingly. I couldn't believe this was released by JYP. No shade. Uh, Our Love is Great is one of my favorite songs of the year. The drums and the reggae-ish guitar are so good. I don't really have any negatives to say about this album. The MV is gorgeous, and all the songs are wonderful. Um, and he also gave it a 9.5, although he switched. Yeah. Um, he switched. That's why That's why I was saying it was a, it was throbbing. It's throbbing. But yeah. he, he only gave a, he gave a 6.5 out of 7 for music and a 3 out of 3 for concept. But adds up to 9.5. So that's so, awesome. There's no it, math to do. Yeah, there's no math to do. It's straight 9.5 9. all 5. the way. Truly Daybok album. Uh, Truly Daybok album. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, Only I don't know happened if anything, twice. I don't know if There's anything's Bella gonna beat this. I really don't know if anything's gonna beat this, honestly, for the rest of the year. Because just the, yeah. it, the bar is just way too high. So, like, if you're really interested in like SoundCloud music or just like lo-fi, definitely this is an album for you. If you like like indie music, definitely an album for you. You can look into uh, Becky Eden's like sort of back catalog. Uh, she's put out albums before, mostly just OST stuff. She never really like this. I'd say this is her most extensive release so far. Um, she has some SoundCloud music. If you're into that, just definitely look into Becky Eden. She's hasn't gotten that much recognition from uh, international fans lately, but she definitely deserves her spot, and that's why we're rating it so highly. Uh, go watch Mary and the Witch's Flower, amazing movie, <laughs> or to, if you want to sort of pull the inspiration for that song. So uh, let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. If you loved uh, the album, if uh, uh, this is your first time listening to Bick It In, definitely uh, let us know uh, what your thoughts are. Basically what mm-hmm. I'd say, if you're a music fan, listen to the album. Yeah, if you're a music fan, just listen to this. It, it, it should, like, it, it, it's worth that listening simple. to. That's simple. And that, that's something I very rarely say. <laughs> All right, next topic. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> topic two will be V-A-B. mine. And we are reviewing VAB, who, who will forever be known as VAV to me. Just like UNB is un... All the, all, all the VAV oh, fans are clicking off right now just because no, you're Vav. calling them VAV. No, it's VAV. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Batuse to Unb. There's, <laughs> yes. Um, Unb is my favorite. B1, um, B1A4 yeah. is Balasa. Balasa. <laughs> yeah. um, well, shouldn't it be Ba? Because it's 1B and eight, 4 A's. Okay, okay that, that could work too. <laughs> That's actually, the side note, their name is because of their blood types. 1B blood type and 4A blood types. Yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, back to VAV, uh, their new mini album, which is almost a single album, uh, Thrilla Killa. Um, so yeah, there's only four songs, this is an instrumental. So this will be a short one. Uh, we start off with the title track, Thrilla Killa. Um, and I thought it was awesome, like funk rock instrumentals. Um, I really love the guitar yep. effects they used. Um, and I like the mix of the EDM instrumentals and synths with the funk rock. Like, I, I really like, just like Jacob was saying with our last review, like mixing styles and stuff is, is 
makes songs interesting. They do it so often. Yeah. They do it so often. Yep. You know? Exactly. And it's yeah, this mix rock. of that like yeah, funk rock and EDM dance track um is really awesome. Um I I think right now like in the first verse the vocals seemed a little like bland and like not like super high quality if that makes sense i don't want to like put down the people who are singing but like yeah it just it's it seemed a little off um but i think it got better during the chorus and the second verse um so that helped a lot because yeah when i first started hearing the first verse i was like oh this sounds a little off but it definitely picked up and got better um but yeah overall i liked this song a lot um from a group i haven't really listened to too much yeah um it was just a really fun, like funky rock EDM dance track. Uh, the music video is pretty standard. It's it's not super high budget. It's mostly a dance MV. Um, the sc- styling and choreo are decent. Um, also, there's a Cheon cameo, so IOI fan Dia, have to Dia shout out. Not not not, not Eyes One Cheon. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it was a great. It was a good song from a group I don't really know too much about. Hmm. Uh. So. I'm not as familiar with VAV, but I did go to their concert last year on my birthday. When they, when they <laughs> I don't know anything about them, but I saw them live. Yeah, well, well, I, saw them I, live, I, I yeah. went with I went with Aubrey and Paige. So uh, they revealed their single "Senorita," which is later shows up later on this album. And I'm just the biggest wave of relief just went over my body when I heard this. I was just like, "Oh, thank God! It's they're they're it's not, not all going. Latin. Yeah, they're not just gonna devolve into that group because like." I, that's my biggest fear whenever a group like sort of like dips their toe into like the Latin sort of thing. It's just yeah. like they'll just turn into that exclusively. And I'm just like, no, there's enough of groups that are like, just let Suju do that. Like they do it well. Yeah, so. I don't mean to, I don't mean to like spoil Senorita, but like when I listened to that, I was like, this is literally Despacito. <laughs> it's Despacito <laughs> too. That's what my tweet said. It's Despacito too. It's literally like the same song. <laughs> but anyways, anyway. we'll get to that later. So for this song, oh, I love the chorus. It's basically this mix of like sort of like a rock vibe and like this like funk sort of thing. It's almost like a shiny song essentially. Like if you if you yeah. go back to like shiny like thing. like like early like I don't know like, of us. yeah basically just like that entire album and like mm-hmm. their, and just like early like twenty ten shiny. It's just it, that's basically what they're going for. And that's a that's a direction I never expected VAV to go for towards after hearing uh like senorita i thought that they'd just like keep going down that um direction mostly um just like the i i love that mix of just like this like funk uh mix with like this like really nice like uh, like straight up like a rock guitar in- instrumental where there's literally like some like it, it just it's definitely coming through a lot more than you'd hear on like some like regular old like funk track uh the mv it's basically a box. <laughs> it's a, a box set or whatever, but yeah, I, it, it's not. It's nothing too bad. Um, and for the most part, I did enjoy the choreo, though I did find the the choreography during the thriller killer part a tad bit repetitive because they're kind of just doing the same move over and over again. Where I think one part mm-hmm. they could have made more use of is there's this part, uh, another part during the cor- chorus where they're you using like arm isolations a lot more so i think incorporating a bit more of that would have helped out as opposed to just doing the same move for every time they said thriller killer but i mean like what, what can you do i guess they they do say like thriller killer like a hundred times in the song so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so uh like nate said i really like the like rock style guitars and bass they're using in the song 
um which like other like if you take those out otherwise the song's pretty like pop electronic so yeah. i kind of i like again like that they're mixing the genres and kind of just playing with uh different types of instrumentals like mm. um you'll hear me say it a lot in the haze review but like i i love when they use like guitars nowadays because they're like you don't find like in american music at least they never There's use no guitar guitars. anymore <laughs> yeah there isn't like that's why they say rock is dead and it was like no don't let it die <laughs> like um so yeah like um overall like the, i think the song's really catchy and i think it's really effective as a title track um and yeah uh i actually said in my notes like uh, i thought it sounded kind of like something that'd be off the shiny like misconceptions of us album maybe the specifically uh misconceptions of you the one with why so serious on it Mm -hmm. which yeah. had a lot more like rock influences and stuff so or like you can pull yeah. I, you de i definitely f hear a lot of like dream girl or, or in this yeah. track mm -hmm. a lot as well that works too like same yeah. it's, it's got the same sort of guitar thing going so mm -hmm. uh next we have i'm sorry um and yeah i just love the like spacious empty opening focusing on like the smooth r&b vocals um it's got that like mysterious spacey instrumentals like sci-fi instrumentals um, and I thought the build up with the EDM synths was good, but I, like I, I was not expecting like a more like tropical house drop because it does not start like that. Um, and the synth they use is like a little different than like the standard tropical house synth, um, which I like that it was different, but it sounds a little weird to be honest. Like mm. I, I, I don't know what it is about the synth really. I don't know how I can describe it, but it, it just, I wish they used something different because it sounds a little off. Mm. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, I think the, my least favorite part of the song was the fact that it dropped into drop clouds. <laughs> like I, I thought overall, whoa. like the opening and stuff was great. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Nate. The, um, the Nate, what the heck thing. happened? <laughs> we'll get, we'll, we're getting, we'll get more into tropical house later in the episode. Um, yeah, this is a big no for me. <laughs> well, they had me up until like they had me with the verses just because I really like the. They have I I think the, the the vocal performance is really good. Um, up until yeah. the drop, and that's why I don't think they need to do this type of music just because if you have good vocals, why are you wasting like, why are you wasting yeah, like the build course. up of the song on like some stupid? This is probably one of the most generic drops I've ever heard. <laughs> like the, the like the the melody that they wrote for this thing is just like so cookie cutter. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they need to do this music all the time, honestly. Just because, like, they have there's really good singing here, so it it just feels like a waste if you're just doing if you're just doing this like stupid like uh, drop, like the the most generic like tropical house drop I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, um, one thing that stood out to me was like the twinkling sort of sounds they use throughout the song a little yeah. bit. I thought those were kind of cool. Um, I thought the vocals sound pretty good, actually. I think um, th they have like strong vocals as a group. Um, I think they're mixed to have like good volume and space in the track, uh, but they don't like completely overpower the instrumental either. So I thought that was really nice. Um, and actually, I didn't find the drop to be what was generic. I found the build up to the chorus to be really generic, like with the the trap build up. It's like the mm -hmm. same as in literally like every song ever, every song. and I think that's what makes it generic, not to drop. Because I thought the drop itself was pretty cool. It was more the uh, the build up that um, steered me away. Yeah. 
Uh, next, we have Touch You. Um, and this is a house song. Um, and like I was saying, it's interesting that I was saying in our chat, like, it's weird hearing a, a like, normal house song, because in K-pop, we pretty much only get Deep House and Tropical House. Deep, Tropical. Like, yep. that's, like, all we ever hear. So hearing just, like, a straight normal house song was interesting. Um, I really long. like the falsetto during the chorus. Um, I thought that was really good. And yeah, I, I think overall the song is nothing special, um, but it's a decent song and I will always love house music. So uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of house music as well. So I thought this Touch You makes I'm Sorry just completely redundant at this point because they're trying to go for that like house vibe. But I feel this they, they achieved it way better with this. And I feel like it fits... Yeah their group a lot more because the dynamic between their uh, vocals and rapping just works better in the context of a proper house song as opposed to this slow BPM tropical house type thing that they were going for with I'm sorry so yeah I mean it, it's nothing to it's nothing blowing any, me out of the water or whatever but it just works way better yeah. like the drop is executed way better than they did in I'm sorry so yeah it, it, this, if this was just a three track like like single album essentially I felt like it would have even been improved just because I'm sorry just yeah it's made completely redundant mm -hmm. by how good this song is yeah mm -hmm. so I thought the the way the percussion uh like overlaps with the vocals I thought they like lined up really well um which I guess it was kind of interesting in a way that I can't really describe but um I thought the use of bass mode bass notes to like uh like keep the tempo I thought that stood out yeah. to me as well um and then uh once again i thought the vocals in this were pretty strong um especially the higher note before the pre-chorus i thought that that stood out to me a lot as well um yeah. also the rap uh i thought was pretty good as well i think they're the rappers uh he's got good delivery yeah hmm. um and finally we have senorita which we've talked about uh, before it came out last year um Despacito and was too. a single um, so yeah, it's Latin style pop. It's, uh, and like I said, Latin, I said a couple of episodes ago, remember Latin style pop is the new tropical, tropical house. house. It's like all, every group has to do a Latin style song now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the vocals are decent. The guitar part's decent, but like you guys said, it's just pretty generic. The one thing that did stand, does stand out to me in the song is I think the rap part is really good. I like that both the rappers yeah. have different, different style and they flow into each other. Well, it, it reminds me a lot of Monsta X with like Juhan and I am. Mm -hmm. um, having like completely different tones and styles, but like mixing really well. Um, so that part uh, helped it stand out. So yeah, I I'm still claiming that I'm the first person, or I'm I'm like the first person, the first to, like, person to hear the song. No, not the first person <laughs> to hear this song. I mean, I, I, there was like a hundred other people in the in the venue, but I, yeah, I yeah, broke yeah. the news on Despacito two. <laughs> Despacito two confirmed by NASA. Um, Anyway, so I I love this song well, one because there's a lot of like memories associated with it. Two, it's way better than the original version. This is actually like everything is just straight up a cover of uh, the original song done by a German rapper named K One, and wow, that version is just trashy. <laughs> it's just like super like bro as hell. And I'm just like yeah, no, this is way a lot more tasteful in the way they approach mm. it. Um, yeah, and like the vocal style is good, uh, rapping is great. The choreography fits the song very well. Like it actually yeah, makes it actually Music makes video. sense as a 
song inspired by a Latin like sort of vibe. Whereas K1's original version, it's him literally in like a t-shirt that barely fits his like weapons. <laughs> like it, it, like you know that like typical like bro type thing. He has sunglasses. They've there's like on a jet ski or like like the most generic like ass music video I've ever seen. Whereas, yeah, I've noticed is, a lot of yeah. European music videos are like that. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 I call it Euro trash, basically. Yeah. It, 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 that's the entire song, uh, genre, but this is, yeah, this was way more tasteful in the way they approached it, so I really appreciate that. Mm. So uh, I really like the guitar they used in the beginning. Again, like, it obviously gives a Latin vibe, like, as the title implies. And again, like, it's, it's like... It's not generic. It's just literally Despacito. Like that's that's <laughs> yeah. what it sounds to me. Like it's so similar. It's an interpolation like, it's of Despacito, really. If you really think yeah, it's the like, same key. <laughs> like it's not bad. It's really catchy. It's just like I'm. It's just so similar that I'm surprised it was even released. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah, the rap, especially in the the second half of the song, I thought that was amazing. That was yeah. really really well done. So. Yep. Kudos. Um, so yeah, we'll go and do our scores. Uh, for yes. me, I gave it a six out of seven for music. Uh, I think overall, I liked uh, the music on it. I think I'm sorry could have been a bit better, um, but I was I was pretty generous. I really liked the single, um, so I think that bumped it up a lot. Um, and then I gave it a two out of three for concept because I, I thought the choreo was fine, the styling was fine, but it wasn't anything special. Um, so I gave it an eight out of ten overall. Uh, I'm going with a three, uh, three points for the single. I'm incorporating both Thrill Killer and Senorita into that score. I enjoyed both songs. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I can't see, I can't see VAV because we're going to be in, we're going to be in freaking Korea. Oh, they're coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. Oh, yeah, they, we're going to be in Korea. I know. They, I can't <laughs> see NCT or, well, no, yeah, Epic no, High was, is before that. Because like they've me, actually. I couldn't see Epic High. I couldn't see Tiffany. Or I couldn't Tiffany. See yeah, I know. The VAV's actually picked up a pretty Bullshit. decent. They've picked up a decent following, like both here and like, both in Latin America and America with uh, Senorita. They really blew. Like Senorita has like twenty three million views, so they definitely they blew up on yeah. that one. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, like they, they, most of their most of their music videos are, are like averaging like a million, like at best before that. Mexico's blowing yeah. that shit up, man. Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> no, they love they they love when K-pop groups do Latin songs. Like it's you see, like all yeah, the comments yeah. are just straight up in Spanish. So like that's what it's it, it, it's like they they they've unlocked an entire market. So I can see why most people are doing it. Uh, it. Um, Album, I'm giving two out of three point five. That's mostly just because of I'm sorry was so bland, but actually I really like mm-hmm. to touch you. Like pretty much, if it was touch you, it would have been if it would have gotten a three, like on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm sorry to kind of drag the score down. And yeah, two out of three for concept. Uh, both of them, both music videos are pretty tasteful. Nothing too crazy. Choreography was pretty well done, so I, I'd say that's a decent score for it. So seven out of ten total. Yeah, so uh, for me, for music, I did uh, 5 out of 7. Um, I thought overall it was solid, but it was nothing that like completely blew me away like the last album we just reviewed. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's solid. It's not bad. It's, uh, it's good, I think. Um, it definitely makes me want to check them out in the future. So mm-hmm. 5 out of 7 for music. Um, I did 2 out of 3 for concept just because, again, it's fine. Nothing like groundbreaking. So again, overall solid seven out of ten. Yeah. Uh, before I read Cooper's side note, he mentioned some members, and one of the dudes' stage names is Saint Van. Yep, Saint Van. 
Saint Van. Saint Van. Yes, it's S-T dot van, but I looked up how it was pronounced, and it's Saint Van. They want you to actually... I was yep. like, is it supposed to be Steven? Like, Street weirdly... Van. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's Saint, Saint Van. Van. Okay, uh, Cooper's thoughts. Uh, Vav has been on the... Vav. has been on the rise for me. It's always going to be Vav. I'm never not going to think of that when I see that. Vav has been on the rise for me ever since Spotlight back in early 2018. I love Senorita, so I'm glad they put it on the album. The title track is really good, sticking to their funky dance track style. St. Van and Giu's vocals really shine in the song. The MV is pretty basic, but entertaining enough. I love the choreo, especially the key point dance in the chorus. With the absence of Jacob... Oh, Jacob, why are yeah, you Jacob, Jacob Why do you leave them? Yeah. Uh, with the absence of Jacob, they're still able to nail the dance, their dances. The other B-sides, I'm Sorry and Touch You, are also pretty solid R&B house dance tracks. Overall, really good album. I wish Korea paid more attention to them. Um, and he gave the same score as me. He gave a music a 6 out of 7 and the concept a 2 out of 3 for an 8. So it averages 7.5. 7.5. So, yeah, definitely check out this group. If you're if you're a big fan of boy groups and you're looking for someone new, definitely check out VAV. They, yeah. they, they're they still pretty, like, underrated or just, like, uh, under the radar outside of Senorita. And, yeah, they, they, they put out – they put up pretty – they always put out pretty good singles. So definitely check them out if you're interested. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on Thrilla Killa. Did it kill you? <laughs> Did it not blow you away? Did it thrill you? Did it, did, it did it send your really cool. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did, did you like Senorita, it? Than yeah. Senor- yeah, I don't know. Let's know. Did what your it touch are. you? No. <laughs> don't say that. If it did, call the police. Call the police. <laughs> All right. Topic three, which is Jacob's topic. Haze. Haze. All right. Yeah, we get, to, we get to end on a low note. Spoiler. Oof. We'll get there though. Okay. We'll get there. Yes. So, I guess I could just yeah. We're reviewing Hayes. Her new album is called "She's Fine," and spoiler, it's good. But she's right. also not fine because she's getting drunk on the album cover. Is she? That is, is that true. Like... Well, she's drinking alcohol. I assume oh. alcohol. It's like her taking a drink. Oh, I thought so. it, I thought it was like yeah, sparkling it's water. Definitely alcohol. And there's Maybe all you can see inside the fridge is alcohol too. Yeah. So she's not okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, first song on the album is Her Fine Weather. And uh, again, like right off the bat, the, Which, production the work music video check. for some reason has a different name. It, it's She's Fine, parentheses, Her Fine her Weather. Her Fine Weather. But on all the streaming okay. sites, they, got, they don't have the She's Fine part. Okay. So yeah, um, like right off the bat, the production on the track is amazing. Like the percussive beats are punchy. And like the bass synths really give the song a nice like thick texture, which I really liked. Um, and again, like Hayes's like sing rap style she often uses yep. goes really well with the song, and it's a great opener to the album. Like I'd say, it's a definitely a Hayes staple. Um, like you listen to it, you're like, oh, that's Hayes, but I don't think it's um, in such a way where the sound is overstated. It's welcome. I think it always still mm-hmm. sounds decently fresh. So. Yeah, I, I really liked uh really like this one. Yeah. Yeah, I love the synths. Uh it's got that like eighties style piano synths um mm-hmm. over your typical like Hayes style singing. Um and it just gives it like a nice electronica vibe. Um and yeah, like you said, the second verse I love her like talk or like her sing rapping style that she does in the second verse. 
Um, and the chorus, I talk about this every once in a while, but like there's two kinds of repetitive in pop music and there's like, there's catchy, good repetitive and there's like overused, annoying repetitive. Um, and I think yeah, the chorus yeah. is the right kind of repetitive. Like it, it's catchy. It's not overly, um, bothersome in my opinion. I agree. Um, I love the piano synth solo before the second verse. Um, and I thought there was some like great vocal layering over the last chorus to like mix up the repetitiveness a bit. Um, as for the music video, it's pretty standard. Uh, Hayes like just kind of doing her thing. There's some like weird stuff going on, but it, it's like very, very Hayes music video. Um, I did like the color use though. Um, like she has like a neon green shirt on, like mixed with like more normal colors like throughout. Um, that that made us like made her shirt and made her stand out. Mm-hmm. I think it's on the wrong side of repetitive. In all honesty, oh, really? just I, I saw I, that. Not, that's why I said in my opinion because I saw your face when I said that. I was like, oh, Andrew doesn't like it. I mean, it, just my overall thoughts on this song are: it's good. It's just I have I have a high bar when it comes to Hayes music. Hayes's music that like it just kind of fell flat in that sort of sense and. I, for one, I'm glad that she's sort of going back to, like, what she was putting out, like, uh, in her early days, like, the stuff that, like, when Dean was producing, because I thought just she was going to go mm-hmm. away, away from it forever once, um, like, Jenga blew up or whatever. Um, I mean, see, for the most part, I'd say I do enjoy this song. It's not necessarily the repetitiveness of she's fine, she's fine, that gets me. It's just I'd like, I like more musicality or creativity in my choruses as opposed to just repeating the same word over just and over repetitive again. Part, yeah. um, but I mean, other than that, I, I do enjoy like the instrumental parts, especially particularly like the bridge where... Uh, how the the bridge sequence goes, it leads in within like a uh, this keys solo. Um, she changes changes up the instrumentation when she's singing that bridge part, and then when they go back into the chorus, it's her it's layering where she's singing the like the regular she's fine alongside like other lyrics, and it's kind of something that she utilized a lot in Jenga as well. So she's incorporating that style into what she was doing before, like the more R&B upbeat music that she was doing uh, prior to that. So it's an interesting blend in that sort of sense. But yeah, I felt like it maybe if you mixed it around a bit better, didn't repeat She's Fine like a billion times, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are... there. It probably wasn't my favorite on the album. I, that That's just... Uh, I'd say that's probably the clearest thing I'd have to say about it. All right, so... Up next, we have So It Ends. Oh, no. So, It Ends? Featuring Cole. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You gotta get the question mark. So, comma, it ends. Question yes. mark. Yes. Um, so, I thought the... Uh, the um, God, I'm freaking spacing out. Anyways, I thought the uh, the piano instrumental at first, like, like, it led me to believe that we were being served like an ordinary ballad. But like mm-hmm. I was quickly yeah. corrected. Like as soon as the percussion turned, uh, kicked in, yep. like it was super loud and boomy. And uh, I think the uh, that style of percussion combined with the more like traditional, um, like ballad instruments, I think it freshened it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I really liked her vocals on the track. Obviously, like again, Hayes is kind of iconic at this point as far as like her voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, like nobody really sounds like her. Or if somebody does, like, you can tell they're trying to mimic her. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, 
and uh yeah i thought so i thought her emotional delivery was what really stood out on this one um so colt's feature was good but i i feel like it didn't for me at least it didn't add anything to the song it was like it's nothing negative towards the song but it's not a street positive either if that makes sense yeah it, Um, it didn't like drastically improve the song yeah exactly so overall i think it was really good but I think the the feature was unnecessary. I guess mm-hmm. I think um, Hayes could have carried it herself because, yeah. like uh, in off on offs music, I feel like um, something more similar to that would have been more suitable for yeah. a cold feature than like the spout. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree though. Like I, I, it sounded like we were getting a standard ballad. Um, I think like the acoustic guitar and the piano accompaniment is like pretty standard Hayes ballad. Um, but I thought it was still good. Um, and yeah, I liked Cold's like smooth voice fitting. I think it fit the song, but like I agree with you, it didn't like it didn't drastically improve the song. Um, but yeah. yeah, once the beat came in, like you said, I love how the beat is muted to make the song softer, but it still mm-hmm. gives it that hard hitting like sound yeah. like boomy. like you said That's it is like I a hard hitting beat huh it's like boomy it's, it's really yeah, yeah, like, exactly it's like uh you're in a giant warehouse and you just like slam something yeah, on the floor really, yeah, yeah. but it's like someone did it on the other side of the warehouse so it's 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 not yeah, yeah, exactly. overpowering their vocals which is yeah exactly i like how they did that um the one thing i do have to point out is after a cold's part there's a humming part with like piano and strings interwoven in and that part was mm-hmm. amazing um yeah. easily my favorite part of the song so i, I should like this song because it's got oh, my boy doesn't like this album it's got my boy it's got my boy cold but i i'd say just as a general sort of preface i mean i I wanted to cover Haze because, like the the features on this album are just like the like the supporting cast is just lit. Yeah, starts like more than half of the song is features, and they're Some all type really of feature, great. Yeah, um, and that being said, I I enjoyed Cold's feature, but I'd say yeah, most of the song was just boring <laughs> outside of mm. um outside of that feature uh, or outside of the chorus um. I mean, it's still enjoyable, just because, especially because the way it's juxtaposed coming after she's fine, it's sort of like the second movement, so, so to speak, because they're both in the same key. So just like yeah, the way it follows up uh, one into the other was I I did appreciate. But yeah, I, I don't know, maybe just because my expectations are kind of high, seeing like names like Cold and Simon D and like etc etc et on here, where I felt like man, yeah. you could you could you probably could have made better use of Cold or that style of production or style of song that he likes to do for both his music and off and offs music. Yep. So next up we have no reason. Um, I really like that they started out with the kind of like low fidelity, lo-fi um, piano. And then it kind of just leads right into the nice and bouncy, um, like piano, like boom clap, like mix sort of thing. Um, yeah, I thought the it was a really nice, funky instrumental, and uh, you know, obviously mixed in with Hayes' smooth vocals, I think it made for a really nice track. Yeah, I really like the bouncy piano beat, um, and I think her like steady high notes in the song are fantastic, and she sounds amazing as always. Uh, but I love yeah. the idea to do the more lower register rapping part after the first mm. chorus to complement her higher singing. Um, like that was that was good dichotomy. Mm. 
Yeah, I enjoy this one a lot better. Uh, mostly just because again, it's just your it's your standard fare like haze R and B type uh, of track. Also, it's a nice sort of change of pace from she's fine and so it ends, where it's like a lot of like legato, like long notes and just like chords. Whereas the instrumentation of this is just like a lot of short piano notes, like that 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 yeah. So it's good contrast in that sort of sense. Um, uh, I love Hayes' use of like modulation, just like the bridge just goes into a completely different key. Basically, just like kind of like a, how Dean does it similarly as well. So I'm I'm I, I like the for the most part on uh, the album. I like how she's going a lot more into like the older style of songs that she used to do. Because that was as much as I I loved what she put out last year. The one thing I went yeah. and I was afraid of was that because she's more popular for her like her ballad tracks almost in Korea than she yeah. is with her R&B music. Cause like that's where she made her name. But I mean, I mean, putting a song, like putting out a song on the goblin soundtrack is going to make, Oh, everyone wants ballads now. So like mm-hmm. that's Korea. Yeah. So. My, like for me, like Angela is still my favorite album yeah. from her. Oh yeah. Like, that, that's like God tier for me basically. So I'm glad yeah. that she isn't completely abandoning it. Yep. All right. Next up we have, Dispatch featuring Simon Dominic. Uh, again, like after it sounding like a ballad in the beginning for like the third time in a row, I was curious how she was going to fake me out this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the like electronic ballad slow jam we got didn't disappoint me at all. So I was definitely happy with that. Um, again, I'm gonna just stop commenting on the, the this point, but her vocals were really great in the yeah. song, hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I thought Simon D's rap in this was really awesome as well. So. Yeah, I think I literally later on in one of the last songs, I was like, I'm f- I, my notes are I'm finding it hard to dis- continue describing Hayes songs in interesting ways, yeah. but the song's good, so go listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, like these ones, she definitely mixes up and I have notes, but like later on in the album, it kind of goes back into like Hayes' normal style. Um, but yeah, for the song... Um, amazing piano intro i love the emptiness um with just the bass drum and the piano um and it it adds to that build up um into a drop for the chorus which i didn't expect at all considering how empty and soft the verses are like you said it it's once again it's another ballad fake out um and the super synthy instruments uh, mixed with the vocal glitching was amazing. I knew Andrew was going to love it once I had the vocal glitching showed up. <laughs> um, and uh, Simon D, I thought, killed it in his rap. Um, I love, and like like we said, Jacob, last week uh, with Epic High, um, I love yeah. that he rapped over a prominently piano instrumental because we don't get that yeah. enough anymore, and it's always amazing sounding. Really don't. Um, I, there's so many things in music that... I find to be obvious, but nobody ever does it. Yeah, and I and find it. Maybe nobody time. wants to touch it because they don't, why... to, they don't want to. They want to encroach on Epikai's territory. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just talking about music in general. Like even like English music. Like there's just yeah. so many things that could be treaded upon that nobody does. I guess. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I loved it. Yeah, basically. Everything you said is just why I love this song. Uh, it's got like this yeah. future bass sort of drop towards it, like uh, vocal chopping. Simon, that this might be one of Simon D's best like features ever, ever. Just yeah. like he kills it completely. I can't wait. He needs to put out an album already. 
Like now that he's not CEO of yeah. OMG, he needs to put out some shit. Like I, I, I can't wait. Um, yeah, a friend of that- mine, a friend of mine here in Korea, he's from uh, Denmark, and he was like, he's telling me to recommend him some Korean music, but he likes hip hop. So I was like, Simon D, Simon some, D, like, yeah, I was, I recommended him a few artists, and he likes Simon D a lot. So hmm. yeah, yeah, because just his delivery is incredible. Um, and so is Hayes's on the on this song. Definitely, she definitely put puts across the point um this actually got like the, the short like artsy music video type i don't understand oh, the really? music video. I, I really don't understand it like I'll, I'll do my best to explain it without actually like you guys haven't seen it haven't seen it basically Hayes is being harassed by people in wolf masks and they put her on a stage and then they clap and then they throw tomatoes at her i don't know what's going on okay <laughs> it's like the most Hayes music video possible but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I don't get I'm it. Watching it right now. Okay. Oh yeah, it got like a, a PV. Yeah. Like minute long. And I don't know what Hayes's hair color is at this point because I think it keeps changing. <laughs> it's like, chroma. It's like no, because like there's some parts where it looks kind of like reddish. Maybe it's just like the the filtering, yeah, yeah. but there's but in this on on the cover of the album it looks black. I don't know. Stop changing your hair all this time. It makes me confusing. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have hitchhiking, not or hitchhiking, acor- hitchhiding. Wait, according to Spotify, hitchhiding, hitchhiding. They it's missed like they- the C. Hitchhiding. Yes. Okay. It's like they have a lisp. Yeah. So uh, that's featuring Sonu Junga, which they also featured on the Epic two High album. Two weeks in yes. a row. Yeah, two weeks in a yeah, row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She both times awesome. Um, but yeah, like Hayes' singing style in the song was really interesting. It's very like understated and almost like lazy sounding, but not in a bad way. And, um, I thought the the bass beats that were like keeping the tempo of the song were really like catchy. Like you kind of like bop your head to it. Um, and I also think again with the twinkly sounds, I like them. Mm-hmm. And the uh, those were in like either like the bridge or pre-chorus. I don't really know what to call it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I didn't expect a song of this style on the album. Yeah. Um. I loved the like bouncy, bassy synth line. It contrasts with yeah. Hayes' vocals. Um. And all the vocal layering perfectly. Um. And I like adding that high pitched synth into the build up to the chorus was a really great idea. Um. And then yeah, like you said, the chime synths for the chorus gave it like this nice mysterious feeling. Um. And I'm glad they cut out the bouncy bass synth for the chorus um because it helped contrast the song well just overall i thought there's a lot of really good contrasting parts to the song um that made it really stand out yeah this song's almost like twofold uh between the verse and the chorus like the verse yep. specifically reminds me of jam jam by iu it's got it, like with a bass line yeah. it's got got like, the same go- thing going for it but once it gets into that like sort of like which uh sun Jung worked on too yeah it makes that song. complete sense um they worked on on Jam Jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. she worked with Ayu's. Yeah, uh, so just uh, you, you definitely Jam feel Jam that from here. But the chorus with like the sort of like echoiness of um, the instrumentation, it's kind of got this like experimental chip tunesy type thing that kind of basically it sounds like a Sifika song, and I didn't like mm-hmm. like pulling from like Jam Jam by Ayu and Sifika's music is something that I did not expect from a Hayes 
album or a haze track at all. So I that's why I think that's why I like this song a lot is because it's it's Hayes going outside of her comfort zone. And she has a very specific comfort zone. She has her niece that she's stuck in almost entirely in her in her whole career. So I really appreciate songs like this. And I I, I want I want I'd like her to work more with Sun Wujang Ah or have Sun Wujang Ah help produce more of the album as well, just because yeah, I think they really they make good music together like this. And this is probably my favorite um track on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we have But I Am Your Buddy featuring Davi. Not But Buddies. Uh, but I Am Your Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the mixture of, of electronic... You, uh, you like screwed up Jacob's mind. <laughs> he yeah. just got flustered. <laughs> Not But Buddies. Okay, anyways. um, So the mixture of uh, electronic percussion and like guitars and strings i thought was really cool sounding in the song um i was also happy to hear like some straight up like rap from Hayes in this song because like i think that's how most people became acquainted with her was when she went on like unpretty rap star Star, yeah um and yeah i was i was really happy to hear hear that in the song uh she's especially good at like writing the beat on this track so yeah um also davi's voice is really awesome does he have solo music uh, I don't know. He's 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 a producer. Because he's a producer, of, right? Yeah. Yeah, he produces most of Hayes' music, so she usually just ends up having him feature. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think this this leads us back to a more usual Hayes song, um, with the acoustic guitar and piano after the like kind of mix up we've had with the past few songs. Um, I thought that there's a great bass line that comes in after the intro and mixes with her singing, um, really well. And I love the string line for the pre-chorus. Uh, and like you said, Jacob, I love that we got a true rap verse in this song because um, yep. usually she does her like sing rapping. Um, so it was nice to hear. Her tone's very similar to Casper's. Yep. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, of Casper. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought Abby did a great job too. This is a song I should have enjoyed more again because I, as a huge fan of uh, Hayes' rapping, um, I'm glad that I thought she was just going to completely abandon it, but she surprisingly brought it back in this track. But I think it has kind of like the same points uh, or problems as I have with She's Fine, where like I feel like the chorus just repetitiveness kind of just brings it down. Um, and also, I don't know, like maybe just I'm, I'm not really a big fan of Davi because like I just find his voice just like super generic because there's a lot of like R&B like mm. especially in Korean Korean R&B singers that have like the same type yeah, of yeah, voice I and I understand I understand why she's putting him on here just because he's the producer but I don't think I like any of the songs that he's featured on because he was on he was on our last album and I'm just like oh I don't like this one either so I don't know mm-hmm. like I, I don't mind her him being or his production necessarily but I just find his singing just kind of like super boring <laughs> Yeah, he uh, is on Spotify. He has three singles, uh, well, four four singles pretty much. But uh, two of them feature Hayes, and one is with uh, Jun Hyung Young. Uh, I'm not sure who that not is. Sure. Yeah. Um, he only has one e- one album. Um, so yeah, he's he he mostly just features on stuff. He's got a bunch of features. Yeah, like Michael. He's mostly a producer. And, and yeah, produces. All right, so next we have Umbrella Calls for Rain, which is featuring Nafla. Um, 
this song sounds more similar to like a song you'd find on Hayes's first mini album and July, which is a reason why I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, that's the style I like the best from her. At least I think that's her best album again to this day, as I, uh, mentioned earlier. And, uh, once again, like the lo-fi pianos, I think stuck out, stood out a lot in this. Um, I think they fit really nicely. And, uh, also, Nafla's rap res was also pretty nice. I liked mm. it. Sorry if you can hear humming while I'm talking. My dad's doing something in the garage under, under my room. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, the like funky bass and piano mixed with the layered vocals. Um, again, for the song, sound great. Uh, and I thought the piano line super interesting. It's very staccato and like intricate. Um, and I think Nafla's verse was uh, fantastic over the piano and bass lines. Um, this it's yeah. probably actually my favorite feature on the album, um, close to Simon D's. Um, both of those were very good. I actually thought the opposite. I feel like Simon D just blew it, blew it away. That Nafla's rap feature just kind of ended up being like meh. And mm-hmm. other than that, I, I enjoy the song just because I'm as a big fan of Jenga. I I really like that, like sort of jazzy, like boom bat, uh, hip hop type thing that she's got going. Um, also, as a big fan of like stand up bass, I'm, I love the bridge on this song. So yeah, it's just yeah, I felt like Nafla just if he if he had a better delivery, I would have enjoyed the song a bit more because I, I enjoyed the rest of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so next we have Tree. Only look at you. Best song. A great name. song name. Best. <laughs> Top English. <laughs> yes, and that's uh, featuring Ju Young. Um, yeah, it's super chill and slow. Um, Hayes's vocals are really great, as always. Again, like I feel like I don't really need to comment on that. But um, overall, I feel like the song didn't really stand out as much to me as compared to other songs in the album. Um, although I thought Ju Young's portion of the song was really, really good. I think he has a great voice. Yeah, the song gave me like kind of almost like emo acoustic rock vibes. Hey. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought the guitar part was fantastic, and I love the mix of their vocals. Um, they fit it fit the song really well. It, this is another song that I should like more, just because I'm the biggest Joo Young stan on the face of the planet. Essentially, like I love this dude, and don't get me wrong, like their vocal chemistry they have on here is incredible, and I want them to collaborate more. Um, again, I'd say what sort of brought it down for me is just, again, the, the chorus was just a bit boring, but, and it started off so cool too. Cause like the guitar part, I was just like, yo, is this like, is she about to do like some like stairway to heaven type thing? <laughs> like, like if you listen to like the, like if you listen to like the, the melody that the guitar is going for, it's like either like stairway to heaven or like hotel California, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. The, the song just never really went anywhere outside of like the, the, the verse and Ju Young's feature. Yeah. All right. Next, we have another great song name, Doobling. Yep. Well, it's Doobling. It, it, it's Knock, Sir, and then parentheses Doobling. Not, Sir. Knock, Sir. Like you're knocking on the uh, door. Okay. On yeah, iTunes, it's just on, uh, Doobling. It's just Doobling on iTunes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I I really really love the instrumental on it. I thought it was gorgeous. Like the bass playing on it is incredible and. Um, I think it really does an amazing job at like filling the space within the song. Um, one other thing that stood out to me is the uh, the use of like the synchronized backup vocals that pre- that it, like appear throughout the song. I think that's my favorite part. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I really like this song a lot. Yeah, um, starts out with a lo-fi intro that I know Andrew would love. Um, <laughs> but th- th- this is the song I got to the point where I was like, uh, this is a great Hayes song, and I'm having trouble co- continuously yeah. <laughs> describing Hayes songs in interesting ways. Um, but yeah, I like the song a lot. Uh, it's more Hayes. It's another one that, again, I should like way more just because, again, I love Lo-Fi, I love Hayes' sort of take on it. But I think, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself with this, where it's just, specifically in terms of the chorus or just, like, where the song goes, I just find that a bit too monotone. It just kind of, I think that it's the same problem I had with But I Am Your Buddy, where it just doesn't really go anywhere um, musically. Uh, And I, I know Hayes is usually kind of sticks with like that's, that chill monotone type thing but even for her i felt this was just like way too bland uh, in comparison yeah I, I think that's one thing i kind of agree with is i think she needs to tread some new ground i think mm-hmm. um like she does do a lot of new influences in this but i think it's her her style of singing like it sounds so nice and clean but yeah. i feel like there's not enough variation there's, yeah. only so, I think, there's only so far you can take it, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think um, part of the problem is this album is so long, and yeah. there is yeah. a lot of interesting so things much, that she does yeah. with her sound that once we get to yeah. the end and she goes back to her normal sound, it just yep. sounds a little less interesting than it usually yeah. does. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, agree. I don't think these should have ended the album. Like, this and the next song, I feel like, should have been earlier and then gotten more yeah. experimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, speaking of the next song, it is called E.T. Oh, and, cover uh, of the Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the movie. Um, so, my first uh, comment was, yes, more guitar. I want guitars to like just make a comeback in music. Bring guitars back. Make guitars great again. Um, oh, anyways, MAGA. <laughs> yeah, I was that saying? Yeah. That? No, yeah. that's what MAGA is for. Guitar is great. Muga, muga, muga. Anyways, um, uh, so anyways, I wish, I wish the percussion in this song was a little more like detailed because I feel like they went with such like a a crisp and sharp guitar, but then they went with kind of more of a like a lesser high fidelity like drum and i think it felt a little out of place um but yeah it, it just felt a little bit off i think uh contrasting with the sharpness of the vocals and the guitar um other than that i love the song and i i really like the uh the layering they did with her voice throughout the mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. yeah um yeah this is more acoustic haze um it's another great song but uh like i said i, I think these should have been a little earlier uh, do the how much more interesting things happened on the album. Uh, I do love the channel switching at the end. I love when songs do that. Um, yeah, does that whole like Doppler effect type sound? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did like this at the end though. Like ET and ET's letter at the end. Oh, I like the yeah. I like ET's letter at the end. Uh, but I like but we'll get there. I like this um, specifically because. Uh, well, one, the guitar, like you mentioned before, I love that, like, the guitar line here. And two, it's mm-hmm. al- it acts as almost like a reprise to 
she's fine where she's like I'm fine I'm fine it's kind of got like, the, like sort of going back to the theme so it helps close out the album perfectly in that sort of way so um, the song itself I didn't like as much as like E.T.'s letter but the way it sort of transitions kind of like uh, on the Epic High album last week where uh, it transitioned oh, I forget the first song but then to like Lullaby for a Cat sort of thing yeah um, like yeah I'll the do- way it's it's are you going to talk about how they, they, it's putting they actual put cats, cats to sleep? sleep? Yes. Yeah, I love that it in your so notes. Much. Can I borrow someone's cat? <laughs> I don't no, that's it. Uh, Sam, you need to do that and record yeah. your cat falling asleep to that song. Yeah, our, our mod, our Discord mod, Sam. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, up next, we have E.T.'s letter, uh, empty version. What's the full it's the version? only version. Where's the Where's the full version? Yeah, Anyways, maybe it'll be um, the intro to the next album. Oh, I hope. Make it a full song. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even kidding. This is this the, is best, the best, song best song in the song album. On the album. <laughs> so yeah. good. I knew you were gonna say so that. Good. He said it. But yeah, like it starts out as like a nice piano outro, and um, with to a really really great album, like the way I expected it to, and then it quickly just explodes into some kind of like electro jazz. Or something yep. like that, and it's it's so awesome. Like I want a full song with instrumentation like this because it's it, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, like literally the outro. Of... Why does the outro have to be the best song? So good. Yeah. Why do they always do this? Yep. I yeah. don't know why. My notes are literally holy shit that drop. Um, but yeah, it's just such an amazing instrumental outro, an awesome mix of piano and synths. Like you said, it's just like this jazzy synth thing. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's awesome. Basically, it's Hayes did like a West Coast like funk style song. Basically, yeah. like the, the way that the, like the that synth is going, it almost sounds like it's attached to a vocoder. Like where like like it's the stuff you hear in like California Love or whatever. It's got almost that kind of yeah, thing yeah. with the wow wow like type of voice. Um, oh, type is thing. that the, the yeah, voice modulation? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, the, the vocoders is weird as hell because you're literally yeah. it's you blowing into a tube while playing it's a basically, keyboard. Basically, it's a glorified kazoo. That's what it is. <laughs> it really is a glorified yeah. kazoo. It's a kazoo attached to a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Where the, the key, the keyboard. Uh, when you're playing on the keyboard, uh, is how you sort of get like the the notes of your, where whatever your voice is, and it's wild. Yeah. And I want to try one, or I want to learn how to play one. It's insane. I wonder how like much whatever. it costs. Oh no, you don't have you. Don't, it doesn't necessarily have to just be like attached to uh, a, a keyboard. You can put no. You can put in an actual guitar, or you can hook it up to a guitar. Like oh uh, really? Yeah, Dave Grohl used the Dave Grohl has a, a there's an early Foo Fighters song where they use a vocoder. Oh, it's uh, I think it's generator. I think yeah, generator, generator. I love generator. Yeah, there's a, the wow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all vocoder. That's all vocoder. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's so cool. But I, I like that thing. And if Hayes did it, if Hayes put us like an actual like int- actual proper song behind this, oh, it could it'd be great. I'd I'd love to see a song like this. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe this is just randomly put here. Maybe this is like for another album. I mean, Future Sight wasn't on the album or First Sight in the Future Sight. Um. Mm. It was just a random single, so maybe this is like the lead up into whatever single she'll come out with later. Like in a the year. sequel or something. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. I mean, it probably it probably isn't gonna be like a mini album because this is pretty. Eleven tracks is pretty hefty, so maybe it'll just yeah, probably yeah. be a single. So we'll see. Yep. So ratings, uh, for music, um, I gave it a six point five out of seven. I, I overall, I really liked the tracks on on the album. Uh, like even the ones that I said didn't stand out quite as much. I, I still do enjoy them on their own. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, some stuff blends into itself a little too much. Yeah. And um, I'd like to see a little more like variation as far as like vocal styles go. Like for example, like um, on uh, I gotta find the title. I forgot what it was. Oh, on on a uh, hitchhiking. Like I thought that was really interesting. I'd like to see more like experimentation like mm-hmm. that in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I think the music was really strong. I think it was a really good album. Uh, Six point five five out of seven for music. Uh, for concept, I gave it two out of three. Um, so I, I only watched the uh, her fine weather uh, yeah. music video. So it was based on that. But yeah, overall, um, eight point five out of ten. I think it was really good, strong album. Yeah, um, I gave it a 6.5 out of 7 for music. Uh, pretty much loved everything, but yeah, like you said, um, it's some of the songs just uh, were... It was some of the placing and just, yeah, some of the songs are just more haze um, where yeah. a, a lot of the a lot of the stuff was nice mix-ups and I loved all of it. Um, but a couple of songs could have been a little more interesting. Um, and then 2.5 for a concept um, just because uh, music video is good. It, it's standard haze, but then... Yeah, I, and then I looked at that other one while we were recording and kind of bumped up a little bit because of how weird it is. Um, so yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Cooper? What was Cooper's thoughts? Oh, you want to go last? Yeah, I'll go last. <laughs> or you want me to? Okay. Uh, Cooper said, this is up there Drop with a hot take. <laughs> this is up there with XX as my favorite album of 2019. I can press play and just listen to the whole album on repeat over and over, which is why I love Haze. All of her music is so reliably great. She doesn't change her core sound up that much, but she plays around with her vocals and instrumentation on the album more than ever. The title track, She's Fine, Her Weather, Her Fine Weather, initially felt too short, but it's grown on me after every listen. I love the repetitiveness of the chorus and her melodies in the verse. The MV is really nice as well. The B-sides are all fantastic. I don't really have a top favorite. Each song is just that fantastic. I really have to mention Hitchhiding and But I'm Your Buddy. These have sounds we haven't really heard Hayes try too much before, and I love she's experimenting more and more. The album is very piano-heavy and less jazzy than her past couple albums, but it lets her voice do more of the work this time. All the features are really tasteful. They each got their time to shine, but don't overtake Hayes. Hayes is honestly my favorite soloist at this point. Her vision behind her lyrics and production is second to none, in my opinion. Uh, and he gave him music 7 out of 7 and a concept 2.5 out of 3 for a 9.5 out of 10. Okay, so Cooper's on the high cool. end here. Okay, so I'm going with a 2.5 out of 3 for this, 3.5 for the single. Uh, again, I sort of mentioned my issues with She's Fine. Ended up not being my favorite um, on the album. I gave the album tracks three out of three point five. I did enjoy a lot more where she experimented, and I think, I think it's time for Hayes to leave her comfort zone. And she's definitely—it almost feels like a transitional yeah. period where a lot of the singles and like the more forward-facing stuff feels normal, whereas a lot of the album tracks she definitely is starting to branch out there. So I think it's time for her to mm-hmm. fully embrace that a bit more. Um, she definitely mm-hmm. has a mature sound at this point, so it's time to like sort of like see w- what other directions she can go in. Um, concept I forget, I'm giving a 2.5 out of 3 though just because I loved her outfits um, in uh, in She's Fine um, just uh, I'm a really big fan of her style like she's definitely a style icon for me uh, the weirdness of her music videos again with hit uh, with Dispatch like I I don't understand it but sure I'll take it um, so that's a total of 8 out of 10 on my end so doing the math that is a oh Eight point seven. It gets rounded up to a nine. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Eight point seven five. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it gets All right. it gets the uh, it gets the shiny. Um, not the throbbingly because I'm on the low end here. No, but, we're all different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely let us know uh, what your thoughts are on Hayes's. She's fine. Um, yep. Do you want her to change her style too much, um, or do, would you like her to stick with the the same type of stuff that she's doing with She's Fine and um, I don't know, just like stuff that she's putting on like no reason that sort of thing. Uh, which is your favorite feature? Were you satisfied with the features? I mean, I, I don't know. I'd say the features were kind of like the disappointment, outside of like mm-hmm. Sung Woo Jung Ah and Simon D. Yeah. Like. If you're gonna have a name like these many like good names on it, like I expect a lot of good songs, but yeah, mm. I don't know. That, that's probably like sort of high expectations that Hayes puts on her on herself for putting out good music. But yeah, definitely let us know what yeah. your comments are in the comment section below. Yep. Topic four. Time to end one. on a bad note. <laughs> oh, Let's boy. go. We're gonna okay. go. Uh, we got Momoland with Show Me. Yes. Andrew's reading this one. <laughs> I, Let's I need go. To, I need to mentally prepare myself for this. Hold on. Oh, God. This is going to be great. Okay. Momoland. <laughs> Show me. Or I'm so hot. I, yeah. Show me's album. I'm so Why hot. Why is it called Show Me, but it says I'm so hot on the cover? Does it say I'm so hot on the cover? That's the title. The track. album's called yeah, Show does. Me. What? Really? That's so dumb. Okay, that, that, that's, a, that that's a bad omen. The, yeah, that just adds to the... That is a bad omen, starting off. Okay. Oh um, my god, it does. Wait, you bought it? No, he just oh. showed it on iTunes. I was like, wait a second, Jacob, why would you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna talk. He has Apple Music, he doesn't need to buy Apple Music. Alright, so, okay. uh, sort of background before this album uh, review goes in... To effect, so we're cu- this is a Momoland comeback, but there's only seven. Um, we're missing Teha and Daisy. Uh, Teha because of health issues, and Daisy because she committed the worst infraction of all, uh, dating another human <gasps> being. So <laughs> I don't know. How is dare it, her? Has it even been confirmed? How like, I know it was. Dare it was, They said it. They said it was confirmed on like ML. Yeah, they like confirmed Entertain- it. But- MLD Entertainment side, but not on YG's side. She's dating a member of Icon. So that's just because YG just denies everything. So, dude, YG has demonstrated that they're just yeah. YG, yeah, the worst, it doesn't matter. The worst you, company you, you, you missed a lot. Yeah. You missed a lot, Jacob. Did, like the past two couple yeah. weeks have just been YG. Oh, shit. even yesterday, their investors uh, voted to keep the CEO. Like of how? YG? Yeah. After all this, isn't it like YG's like brother-in-law or something yeah. too? Like, Nepotism. But yeah. Apparently, he's competent enough after all this garbage that anyway, they'll keep him. Speaking of, <laughs> so even their investors are trash. But Spe- well, this isn't a YG topic. Speaking of incompetence, let's get into "I'm So Hot." Oh god, this is gonna dry. <laughs> this is gonna piss off all the Momoland fans. This is gonna be I'm great. I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. As much as I'm, there gonna shouldn't this be album, Momoland fans after this. As much as I love Momoland. Uh, I, I, I can't, I can't, no punches are going to be pulled on this album, so I'm sorry. The Philippines will crucify you, Andrew. Yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, you know they actually crucify <laughs> people homeland? in the Philippines? Not even joking. Like, oh, like, wait, really? Okay, like that's, that's actual crucifixion? Turn. Well, not, not, like, that's it's like, it's, it's like a thing for, like, like, Good Friday where people, like, it's mostly, like, oh, okay. Criminal, okay. like, it's like a religious, like, ceremonial thing wait, where they literally, they nail really? you and shit. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, that's that pretty ridiculous. Crazy. So that's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, because it, it's, like, a religious ceremony, but anyway. Yeah, well. 
I'd rather be crucified than like human sacrifices <laughs> and stuff. Like, Jesus. Okay, uh, let's get into the song. I think this is like concrete proof that Shinsong Dung Tiger only knows how to do one song. One type of song for, for each group. Apparently. Well, for Mobile Land, yeah, they do for all Mobile this Land, stuff. And I mean, Great. like, for EXID, he, he gets kind yeah. of... Pe- Specifically for EXID, like, Shinsong Dung Tiger only knows how to write one oh, chorus. No. Did we lose <laughs> like, Jacob? No, oh, he's there. Okay. You he's froze for a second. We're good. Um, no, I wasn't frozen. I was just still... Oh, you just weren't moving. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. with Shinsong Dung Tiger, like, he really just, like... He, like, Shinsung Dung Tiger is, he, he should just change it to, like, Shinsung Dung Horse because he's literally beating the crap out of, like, every, every genre that he's just been giving Shin to. Shinsung Dung Horse? <laughs> Shinsung Dung Horse, not Tiger. Because <laughs> he's literally beating, beating the dead horse when he, uh, when he makes these types of songs. So, like, I think the main crux of my problem with this song is that Boom Boom was a fun song that just so happened to turn yeah. into, like, a viral meme. Whereas I'm So Hot is a song that's literally, they're actively trying to make it into a meme and it shows and it comes off yep. so cringy and so bad. Mm-hmm. They need to stop trying to recreate the same thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, they're, the they're, trying, they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice. And they're trying but to at the, force it. And at this point, they're just yeah. the only people getting electrocuted are just like the members of Momo because this is like so... Yeah. Like maybe getting electrocuted would be be actual better choreography than that what they went with here because literally <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all they're going is like dun, 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 like that's oh, the yeah, entire choreography that's the entire it's choreography so like I could I could choreograph something better than this and I don't know how to do choreography like literally the entire thing is yeah. this and then they're just like like it's yeah I watched the choreography video I'm just like okay there's no way it's that basic literally the entire chorus they're just like literally standing there. Doing this over and yeah. over again. I don't know they how that. Turn. Quali- I don't know how that qualifies as choreography. I literally don't it's know not. how. Like, seriously, I know people that can choreograph better than this. Please, MLD, you have enough. Like, Momoland is printing you enough money that you can hire choreographers. Why are you giving them something? Something like I. Th- I think that's what I'm more pissed off about. In all honesty, like you can put out like halfway decent songs. They got but so big, yeah. Like, there's no. You can make a meme song without having to like do the same thing because that's like, yeah. Look at Psy, like yeah, like yeah, like, literally, like literally all yeah. Like, at this point, like Momoland's just making like half-assed Psy music. <laughs> if you yeah, really basically. think about it, like, they're trying they're trying to go for the same like viral meme appeal. But the thing is, though, it's just there's no <laughs> there's no genuine appeal to it. It definitely feels like they're it's manufactured, especially like something like this. They're trying to make it. Part of the reason why there's simplicity in it is they're trying to make it like a viral, like catchy thing. Like, okay, everyone can do this, but there's just no point, or it just doesn't make sense in the context of actually making a, a good choreography. Mm. Um, getting back to the actual song, uh, <sighs> it sounds like a poor, it, it sounds like a poor man's Hakuna Matata by by Walwari. Like, really, if you think about like the da da da, oh my god, da, that's da, how low it, it, it it really is just like like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel with this. Land for Walwari Award 2020. Oh no, we'd we'd, we'd oh, get boy. crucified seriously. Um, like there, it's basically I. This song just 
is taking all the parts I love about Boom Boom and is just making me angry about it because I loved what I loved about Boom Boom specifically is oh the like the juxtaposition of oh it's a happy go lucky girl group song and then oh they have a trap break in the middle of it whereas this song like half the song has a trap beat behind it and I'm like you kind of it defeats the purpose of the juxtaposition if like half the song is just trap anyway so there's no point there um I don't know I, I, at this point I think I almost kind of regret Momoland getting as popular as they are because literally like yeah. it's ruining they're, them they're, they're putting all they're putting all their eggs no, in bad. one basket where the, the company literally changed their name to MLD Entertainment and I yeah. feel like just because they're called that or that shows like the sort of serious like how serious they are about the group and what I'm afraid of is is Momoland is just going to be they're doomed to just do meme songs for the rest of their they're basically just going to turn yep. into crayon it's crayon pop all over again where they just like they're well, just it's trying to suck especially for the members like because, like, historically, most K-pop groups, when they get older, they usually the members want to go more into an artistic direction yeah. and, you know, express themselves. Whereas I feel like Momoland, they wouldn't get taken seriously yeah, in that, that way. It's, it's the Bismarcky conundrum where, uh, uh, like, basically you put out, like, She's Just a Friend, a.k.a. parody song, where every song you put mm-hmm. out after that, nobody can take you seriously anymore. And I thought that they were mm-hmm. going with, like, a more mature direction with, the, like, the like, the photo teasers. If anything, if, if there's one redeeming Oh, yeah, the teasers that, were thing, completely nothing like Yeah, like, I actually love the, the styling and the outfits here. But I'm just like, you put out a meme song with this type of, like, styling and outfits? Like, mm-hmm. there's no hope. There is no hope at this point, like because that's that's the thing. This is gonna this is gonna get wins. It's going to make money, and uh, keep... I don't think it'll get wins. There's way too many big maybe maybe big but I, I, no, don't right underestimate don't underestimate the power of the Philippines <laughs> or just like international <laughs> fans in general. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got like a some type of win with this because again they're they're just like a yeah. such a tour de force at this point. Yeah, maybe it's just like they're. They're too big to fail. <laughs> nah, I mean, well, it's been, uh, I guess it's only been three days. Yeah. It's got nine million views. All right, Jacob, so I'm done ranting. It's not nearly as big. But All right, so what, I'll, what say say? The one, I'll say the one positive first. Um, <laughs> I thought the vocals sounded good overall. Uh, like, they're nice, loud, and up close. Um, that's pretty much the only <laughs> that's positive it. I have. Yeah, um, so, like, the horn they decide to use in the chorus is so annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why why did they use that? Like, Yeah. Yeah. It just makes the song sound like crappy European techno. <laughs> like, it, it sounds like a crappy version of the Scatman song. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just... Uh. And yeah. I don't know if this is intentional, but, like, you can hear static in the background of most of the song. Really? I didn't notice that. I'd rather listen bad. to Static than listen to this song. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, maybe maybe iTunes has a shitty version or something, but like I could hear Static through most of the song yeah. like in the background. So, oof. Yeah, this song <laughs> is it? just one giant oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah, basically. Like, I, li- um, I at least liked Boom Boom and Bam. This one's oof. Yeah, so, yeah, so for me, I like Boom Boom. Bam was to me a, a right. boring 
version of boom boom it was just like yeah we're just getting more of this it was okay this is just a bad version of boom boom so we're just we're yeah. just on a we're on a downhill slope right now it's not even yeah, a slope exactly. it's just a straight it's line a 90 for point. 90 degree incline. Yeah. but yeah momoland definitely needs a new producer um like you said jacob the the muted trumpet synth is insanely annoying like like this is like worse than sung yun's no clc no. annoying to i'd me. rather I listen to no i would rather times. listen to no than this 100 oh, um the one positive i have is the like the swingy pre-chorus like the vocals are really good in that part like yeah. that it's like yeah. it's literally like 10 seconds of the song repeated twice is the only good part of the song i know i think that's what pisses me off about this song more than anything is there's potential here imagine if the whole concept yeah. was just like a swing exactly. type of thing it would have you fit don't... the teasers yeah. and everything yeah. a song yeah. later that i said the same thing about is a good song that got fucked up by the production yeah like, so yeah I, I, um, I think most of most of my our gripes are definitely with production not necessarily like momo land in general oh but yeah no they, yeah they're, it's, they're at the it's mercy just of the produ- production of the music's just bad for yeah. all majority of the album <laughs> since i'm little um, tiger gonna get worse plus, producer of me <laughs> <laughs> it's so shitty because um, he's he's made he's some good. of my favorite k-pop no he's made time. such great stuff like his um, stuff with four minute was gold man yeah gold but i don't care what you say it was gold the <laughs> the chorus in general is just really bad. Their vocals are not great, and the instrumentals are just really annoying. The trap breakdown, like you said, has no longer has any impact like it did before. Yeah. Um. The actual rap and like vocals are decent, but it has no impact. So it's like, why even do it? Overall, yep. the song's just like a giant mess. And despite Haven looking utterly amazing. The music video is just uninspired. The choreography <laughs> is horrible. The music video looks it so just, cheap. The the only positive of the music video, other than like they they look good, is it matches the song, but, but how bad it is. <laughs> like the music video is so cheap and uninspired and crappy, and the the song is just as bad, and the choreo God. is so bad. Like wow. it's just a giant. You had, you had us in the it's first. It's a perfect half. storm of garbage. <laughs> okay, it's okay, okay. Not good. Let's move on. To Let's move on now. before we before we start getting doxxed. No, we're, I'm not, I'm not. I don't even think that's the worst song on the album. Oh yeah, there, we'll, get there. A- we'll get there. Next, we have "Falling You." So, great English there. It's just "Falling in You." Uh, I think I almost started crying when I listened to this song because I didn't. I didn't know if I was gonna hear good music ever again. <laughs> 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 I was just like, "Oh, thank God!" It's like a generic, like acoustic yeah. guitar it's, song from a girl group, yeah, yeah. but it sounds like it sounds like the best song it ever sounds made. Sounds like the best song ever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that literally. I wrote my in my notes. I was like, "It's acoustic ballad. Vocals sound good." It's much better than the last song. But <laughs> that's literally all I needed. It's that's like all the best you can really pa- say. It's like the, it's a palate cleanser, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. Yeah. That's literally all I have to say about this song. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's same for me. It really does not stand out much, but I think the reason it does is because it's just put right yeah. after I'm so yeah. hot. Yeah, in the same way. Like it, it's an acoustic ballad. It's the per- generic, innocent girl group acoustic ballad that isn't anything special. But I enjoyed like, it. I, and actually, I thought they're. Oh god. 
I actually what? like started laughing when I was listening to oh, it. Really? Yeah, I, was like, I was like, oh man, this sounds good. But then this I was like, good. wait a second. Like, no, no, this is, <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's not, it's not bad, like, but yeah. It doesn't generic. sound bad. But it doesn't sound bad. It exactly. Sound like it's safe. You know? It's safe. Yeah. But I, I think the vocals are really good. Like you don't think of Momoland as a vocal group because yeah. of their rise yeah. as like an EDM, like Mimi, just like yeah, bam and boom boom, this that type of song. Um, but yeah, the vocals in the song are good, but the production is just it's generic, innocent acoustic ballad. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you guys said, it's it sounds a lot better than it probably is because of its placement on the album. <laughs> um, yep. But it's not bad. Hmm. It's not bad. Next, we're on to uh, Light Up. And... Once oh again, boy. back to bad. I should... I should like this because it's produced by Pink Moon. He did... Uh, he worked with Jung, Jungwa on one of her solo songs. Oh, yeah, the yeah, EXID. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Like, I'm having... A, I'm having, like, an existential crisis listening to this entire album. Like, the... I know what they're trying to go for here. Like, the sort of, like, cutesy sing-rapping type thing, but it just sounds mm-hmm. so annoying. It's like... Eh, 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 like, ugh. Like, if there's no Daisy in here, why are you rapping? Like, in all honesty, why are there... Ra- <laughs> like... Daisy. Because... Yeah, I know. Like, I thought you said Daisy. I was very confused. Was yeah. Like, oh, Daisy. <laughs> there's no Daisy. There's Daisy and Dewey are the main rappers. But I mean, yeah, like... Yeah, it's because yeah. Dewey's there and she's the meme <sighs> member that got super popular. She gotta ha- She has to have her featured rapping part. That, I think that's what I'm mostly sad about because I love Dewey, but Dewey's just... Like, she's just been, like, reduced to a meme at this point. Like, she's, she can't oh, break out... Yeah, she's she's just a meme at this point. It, it, it sucks. Like, she can't be taken seriously anymore. And I love Dewey just for her personality before she even blew up with, um... With Boom Boom. But, boom Boom, yeah. Yep, yeah. Like, literally, it's just all Dewey concepts now just because Dewey has to be the meme. And, yep. Yep. As for the rest of the song, like, literally... The vocals are good, but the chanting is just, like... It makes me want to, like, bash my head through a wall. <laughs> it's so... Like, I, I, I couldn't think... Like, I, I thought, like, the rest of the albums we reviewed with repetitive choruses are just, like, obnoxious, like, elements. I could survive, but, nah, this is... Yeah, this is just... This takes repetitive to a whole new level. <laughs> my notes. Cowbell, period. <laughs> Maybe maybe That's more it. cowbell. Maybe it needs it does notes. need more cowbell. <laughs> like I'm not sure what like sound effect they were using in the beginning. I think it's it's not annoying. I think it's like kind of cool. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think the song's more like catchy and fun than I'm so hot. So like I think it personally, I think I would have picked oh, think- this to be the title yeah. track because I think it's what more what they're looking for, but it's not like annoying and egregious. I think this would um, be a better option, I guess. Mm. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I just feel like I need more from Momoland at this point. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I need something Definitely. other than an upbeat EDM song with a weird trap breakdown. Um, yep. But I do agree that this song is better than I'm So Hot. But it's kind of a weird mixture because I think this song's instrumentals are loads better than I'm so hot, but the vocals uh, bring it down and are a little more lacking. Um, and like you said, Andrew, the chanting part, the chorus vocals 
Like the, the, the chorus like vocals are decent, but the weird chanting parts completely they, ruin they it. They sound bored when they're doing it. They yeah. sound so bored. It's <laughs> there's, there's no I, like, intensity. I think I think I would love an instrumental version of the song though. Yeah. Um I do like the instruments for the song. Um they're way better. Like they don't have that annoying trumpet that I'm so hot as. Um yeah. but yeah. Can I can I start out the next song, Andrew? Because I got a, I got a go bit of a story it. to go with this one. This is this is my wheelhouse. So, okay. So next song is "Holiday," um, which is a tropical house song, as it's everyone fun. knows. I love yeah, it's a cover for that SNSD song. As everyone knows, I love tropical house, and I was literally typing into my notes. I was like, uh, "This is probably my favorite song based on the verses. Like, it's generic tropical house, but considering how bad most of this album is, it's it's probably my favorite song." And then the drop happened and they literally chose like the most annoying synth possible for this song. Like what? Why? Like it's, it's even worse than to me. The song is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It's Trap Cloud song. I love Trap Clouds, but it's like even worse. Uh, are you than talking I'm about so what you want or holiday? I'm talking about holiday. Holidays oh. before what you want. Holidays before what you want. Oh, because what? Because I wrote the same thing, f- but for what you want. For what you want, like, no, see, like uh, obnoxious. What? No, obnoxious see, to me, it's, that's the opposite. I I didn't mind what you want. I holiday. I thought the the synths were horrible. So is that synth literally a laughing voice? Check? It sounds like ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, this song, I like. I was like ready to be like, okay, this is a generic tropical house, and then the drop happened, and the synths just ruined it for me. I think it's just this song is just so safe; it just bored me to tears. <laughs> that's 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 what I think, and it. Uh, I I don't think like if you if I heard this song again, I'm just like, oh, is this a new song by Momoland? Just because I don't think there's anything memorable. I don't know if there's any part of it that's memorable about it. Just because. Ugh. I don't know. It just there's really there's really nothing like interesting about it. Jacob, did you feel the same way? So, uh, for me, I thought the bass synths they were using in this sounded pretty decent. Um, the vocals didn't sound the best. Um, like some parts were kind of annoying, and then like the chorus. However, on the other hand, though, I thought was fun and catchy. Like, but the instrumental is like way too busy. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think the biggest issue with this, uh, once again, is production. Like, this is the song I was talking about earlier. It was like, like it's a good song that was fucked up by the production. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's potential in the chorus. Um, and even the verses and stuff, it's just like the instrumental is like, it ruins it. I don't know. Yeah. 100%. It sounds like it just seems like they're just trying to shove a bunch of crap in there to fill in the space. Um, so I don't know. And again, the, the ha 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 synths are so weird. I can't do it. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like it's something, so bad. you know, those like annoying sound effects that you have in your keyboard. It sounds like somebody yeah, made exactly. an entire song out of yeah. it. That's like, it's, it's worse than the super crappy trumpet synth that I'm so hot used. Like it's so annoying in my opinion. Like, I don't know what is happening. And never thought I would hate a tropical house song that much. Oh, I mean, I, I, I speak of tropical house songs I hate. 
what you want. Like I don't huh? th- I don't even think that I don't even think the instrumentation on this is in key. <laughs> it sounds like super out of key. <laughs> oh god. The the drop with the super obnoxious horns. I just I was done. I I couldn't listen to the whole mm. thing. It's just like it, it's just concrete proof that like all their intentions of with Momo Land are let's chase what the hottest trend is now. Like like yeah. quote me on this. But but no the it's not even the hottest trend. Like, my literally my first notes are two tropical house songs. Is this a card album? Is this twenty seventeen? Like, yeah, is this twenty seventeen? Like no, like, seriously. Mark my words. Like, I'll, I'll this is I'll make this prediction. Momoland's gonna put out a Latin song. Oh, 100. <laughs> they're no, gonna put, they'll Latin. put it out next year when there's a new trend. <laughs> is Momoland just like the slowpoke of like K-pop songs? It's like, hey, you hear oh, about yeah. this? You hear about this new this trend? This is my Call- take. You hear about this, this is my new- take on Momo Land. Oh, okay. Go. You hear about this new trend called uh, Auto Tune? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Shinsung Dung. It's like Shinsung Dung Tiger doing. Even though I take, Do it, I take four. Pain song. No, I take like Shinsung Dung Tiger doing like a four minute style song for Momo Land way more than I take freaking I'm So Hot. Like I'd rather they be like ten years behind than like this stuff. <sighs> Jacob, go ahead. Yeah, my take on Momo Land is they like that. That box of like white cheddar Cheez-Its that's been like sitting in the drawer for like a year. <laughs> so they're like stale. Like they're still okay stale. to eat, but they're stale. And it's like, I don't know like why anyone any- would eat it, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? <laughs> that's the greatest like, analogy I, we've ever had on the show. That's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's. It's the production, like again, like no, I yeah, feel like it's all the production. No, it's not their fault. Not, it's not the group's there's fault. There's no artistry going into it, in my opinion. Like yeah. there's nothing, there's no substance. You know, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling anyone being creative or, you know, just creating something new. It just seems like they're trying to put something out for you know the cash grab, really. Like, and you can tell, you can feel it. I guess mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. For uh, you have for this actual song, thoughts on this song, least, yeah. yeah, for the song at least, like uh, I think it's decent. I don't dislike it. I'm just like I'm so done with Tropical House at this Tropical point. House, We've yeah. been saying it for a year and a half now. Yeah, but like, well, we don't actually um, get it very often as much anymore because it's not the thing. But Bumbleman somehow put out two songs on their album. Yeah. I mean, I will shut out the drop though. I think I think it's pretty nice and full, which is what I look for usually in those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought the steel drum was quite punchy as well. So, yeah. yeah for me, basically- uh, yeah, I'm the opposite of you, Andrew. Where uh, this was the one that I I thought was like like passable. Um, yeah. I think it's significantly better than Holiday because to me, the brassy drop, like brassy synth, is much less annoying. Um, but so yeah, I think this is a better one than Holiday because it's the generic tropical house song that's not does not have an annoying drop in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the super bassy, glitchy instruments during the pre-chorus leading up to the drop too. Um, I thought that was decent. Um, but yeah, this and the super generic acoustic ballad are probably the only two songs I would listen to again on this album, and <laughs> I don't know. If I wouldn't even listen. do it really that willingly. Yeah, no, I don't I'm know if I'm not gonna, gonna listen. Again. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm I'm done with honest. this album in all honesty. So let's okay, end, let's end give this our review. worst score in truly Daybok history. Probably it's uh, it's not my worst score ever, but it's one it's of them. Mine. I think it's, it's tied for my worst. 
Okay. So it's probably our total group worst. Yep. So I'm going to give Momoland Show Me for the single. I'm giving Zero. it a, a point five. Oh, 0.5. 3.5. Um, I'm, and that's just me, me being generous. Like, because again, there was potential here, but I feel like again they, they squandered all potential to chase memes essentially, and that's that's most of my gripes with this song in terms of production. Um, yeah. Album I gave two out of three point five, mostly just because. For falling you, That's way higher than I thought you. Yeah, would. <laughs> like falling you kind of just saved it. I mean, light up was just boring. Holiday is just literally like the musical equivalent of playing like a banjo kazooie game. <laughs> Dude, like, yes, ah. that's what I was actually just saying about the ha 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 thing. It sounds like a banjo kazooie. It does sound like banjo kazooie. I'd rather yeah. play banjo kazooie in oh, 2019 100%. than freaking listen to this. this hey, banjo kazooie holds up. That game's great. <laughs> Literally, like I'd but rather yeah, listen. The sound effects are very obnoxious. I'd rather listen to that no, over I, and over again. I tried listen playing to some ukulele like and I couldn't. I couldn't play it very long. I couldn't get through the. The sound effects of the Talking. characters are so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, that's the musical equivalent of this song. Yeah. I gave a one out of concept, and that one point is literally just for the outfits. That's it. <laughs> that's entirely it. Yeah. That, is a, that is a truly Daybok record of 3.5 out of 10. Jacob. Oof. Okay, I was not I was not that merciless. Um, so for music, I was very generous. I gave them a 4 out of 7. That is very <laughs> generous. Yes. I give a four out of seven. I think they have something that's salvageable, but like get completely different producers. Like yeah, hundred percent. For real. No um, then concept. Tiger. Concept. I gave a one point five out of three because there is not. It's the word I'd use is unremarkable. I guess. Yeah. If that, I think that's the most fitting thing. So overall, I gave it a five point five. Okay, so I wasn't as merciless as Andrew and Cooper, but I wasn't nearly as merciful as Jacob either. Um, I gave it a, 5.5 out of 10. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's generous in my opinion. Um, I gave it a 3 out of 7 for music. Um, I think 2 out of the 3 songs were okay, and I would listen to them again if I had to, uh, but the other 3 songs were just straight annoying trash so three out of seven was even a little generous in my opinion um and this is coming from me this is coming from me <laughs> guy that gives like this is like a zero everything. for most of discord yeah. um and then yes i also gave it a one uh, for concept um i pretty much entirely because he even looks amazing yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I think they look great. Nancy too. But I like Nancy. The the music, yeah, the group, like overall, they look good. But yeah, the music video was trash, and the choreography was basically <laughs> non-existent. Um, so yeah, I gave it a four out of ten. I probably my worst score. Um, and then we're Cooper. definitely gonna get shit shit post. No, no, this is this I actually. I'm gonna be honest. This was kind of fun. Like we should review shitty albums <laughs> more often. <laughs> Like, I'm enjoying this more than I thought I would, considering how much I like yes, listening. Give to, like, the how hate. much I like. Stuff. Now you understand how I feel um, when I when I give. Well, back. yeah, but that's because I like most things. So when I get something this bad, it's like I get to do something different and like You're change like, oh, up my. This exists. Yeah, I get to talk about things in a negative that sense shouldn't exist. Okay, yeah, what are Cooper's true. thoughts? Uh, Cooper's thoughts. Uh, this album is not good. I like Light Up, and that's about it. 
The production feels rushed and lazy. The vocals are overall pretty bad. The choreo for I'm So Hot is uninspired and boring, and the music video doesn't stand out in any way. I'm So Hot is just an even more watered-down version of BAM with some swing samples to try and change things up, but it still ends up sounding recycled and dull. Falling You is an okay ballad, but breaks up whatever flow the album had going for it. Light Up is the only track I'll go back to. Holiday is honestly one of the worst songs I've heard this year. (laughs) I wish Momoland ever tried... I wish Momoland ever tried with their music because the members are really charismatic and charming. Yeah. Um, and he gave it the same score as Andrew. He gave it a 2.5 out of 7 for music and a 1, point, a one out of 3 for concept. So a 3.5. So this averages to 4.125 or a 4. A 4. We gave four ourselves a That is our lowest, by far, our lowest oh, score. Oh, 100%. We did, what, what we, I think we gave... Uh, because the lowest before this was uh, four out of ten is right? the lowest score I've ever. Dumbfound Dead was like, like a five. five or six. Six, so, yeah, yeah. I think it was well, a five. Unity. Unity, I gave a four out of ten. Unity was pretty low. Yeah, I don't, Unity like, was better than this. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather listen to Unity like their last album again, where they barely didn't care. I don't know. I don't know. I draw. Yeah, I was this really is all boring ballads. This is just bad songs. Yeah, yeah this is there, there, yeah, there's boring true, music yeah. and there's bad music and there's there's a bit of both on here, unfortunately. So, those are our thoughts on Momoland. <laughs> Show me. Uh, please let us know in the comments nicely as possible, though we're probably not gonna get nice comments here. Uh, what your thoughts were on their comeback? Uh, do you like I'm so hot? Do you like uh, Momoland doing meme music? Are you as frustrated as we are? with their lack of innovation. Please let us know in the comments below. Please be civil. Uh, please don't dox us. Um, please don't kill please me. Don't whenever literally I most, of the people that, <laughs> most of the people that listen to us are... Yeah, no, I, I don't think a 20-minute review... I don't think a 25-minute review is going to appeal to it's too gonna many draw the, fans. Yeah. But. We might piss off, but like... Page and Aubrey. I don't know if they like this them album, off for, I piss them off regularly, but, so I mean, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Other than them... We're probably right. fine. Yep. Take all us right. out, Jacob. That's it. All right. Well, those of you who made it all the way through the episode, thanks for listening. We appreciate it greatly. Um, again, once again, join Discord. It's the best way to talk to us, get to know us, um, You know, join the community, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Mucho lit. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe please um support means a lot um comment your thoughts on all the albums that we reviewed um especially with momoland because i'm curious what people think what other people think i I think the majority of people that listen to us are yeah if you like it let let us know because i want to know why (laughs) (laughs) and that's not a knock at you i like seriously want to know what you hear in the song that you enjoy because to me there was like nothing Maybe they like banjo kazooie voice acting. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Some people probably but, do. Yeah. We have um, anything upcoming, anyways. Jacob? Do you have anything upcoming that you want to uh, announce? Anything fun in Korea until we get there? Nope. No. I'm going to Han River tomorrow with some friends. That's about it. <laughs> so apparently, it's a thing yeah. for people to like drink beer by the Han River or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing. Uh, it's I think. just like it's a giant. My, you just uh, like lay out. It's like a park, a big park area. Yeah, so like, I, I know. I know. Yeah, it's, like, it's my uh, like we got paired up with a Korean buddy, so we have a, like oh, yeah, a group yeah. of a few buddies and some students. So we're nice. we're doing that tomorrow. Hmm. So that sounds fun. It'll be fun. Wait, yep. do they have do they have open container laws in in Korea? Yeah, no, yeah. They, there's, 
You no, you no, just drink anywhere. There's no. Oh, they, 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 they don't yeah. give a fuck. Okay. No, yeah, you just, just, everyone, everyone. You, you can walk around and see like puke on the street. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Like some old There's man street, passed people... out on the freaking yeah. curb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, that, like New York. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah, yeah everyone just walks around drinking it. After like eight p.m., everyone's just walking around with booze in their hands. They they don't even brown bag it. Well, because the thing is, it's so cheap at convenience stores. You can buy soju for like cheaper than water sometimes. Yeah, so like is store. like it's like a dollar so for a, like yeah, exactly. a bottle of it. So you, yeah, you just walk in the convenience store, buy a bottle of soju, walk out, open up, just start walking around drinking it. Yep. Uh, do you have anything else? I mean, oh, next week or the same mm-hmm. week that this goes up, we'll probably have produce cast. Um, yeah. Uh, Eyes One is coming back on April first, so we're gonna have a review of that. Oh, already? Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're gonna have a produce cast review of that mini album. Um, I'm still trying to get the tickets for the concert in or the HKT48 concert in Yokohama. Hopefully, we get that. Uh, but yeah, we really don't have anything else. Um, we're about a. Korea. By, by the time this comes out, we were. All, we're about three weeks out from three or four weeks out from going to Korea, so that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Oh my God, that's so crazy. We're three and a half weeks right now. <laughs> oh so, God, I, I'm not, me, I don't, I don't even I have a freaking. Wednesday. I don't even have luggage yet, so we have to prepare for that. So. Oh really? Um. Uh, oh, please let us know if you have any ideas for what we if if I'm gonna submit a panel idea for uh, KCON. I'm still right now. I'm still going yeah. for uh, Produce X101 as our idea. But if you have any other ideas, please let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. that's all I got. For, uh, I have to go. I want to go eat now because I woke up yeah, at seven a.m. Lunch. <laughs> yep. lunch time. Okay, Jacob, take us out. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you join us again next week. And uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. And goodbye. Stay garbage. <laughs> Stay throbbingly garbage. Garbage. <laughs>